Hi, uh, my name is Raf. I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, um, I'm Jared. I am um, playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the Satyr Druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic Druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under, his, under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir Wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the Dungeon Master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! Hello! Hello, hello, hello everybody. Welcome back. We've missed you. It's been a whole week since we last did our um, Curse of Strahd campaign. It's so lovely to see you all again. We're all rested, relaxed, and healed, which is perfect timing to be tortured, terrorized, and um, absolutely destroyed by this module. Um, so it's lovely to lovely to see you all again. We're very happy and excited to be back. We've got everyone here. Everyone's cameras are on. Everyone's mics are working, um, except Jacob's. Every so often, he says something that annoys me, and it just cuts out. I don't know what. That's so Maisie about. Peters really yeah, says crazy. Look, it, it's just happened again. I don't know how it happens. This one's a long one too. I, this one might take a good ten minutes to come back on, um, and I think that's a warning as well. If it, <laughs> no, he's back. Um, so for podcast listeners, everyone's here. We're all here. Uh, we're very excited to be playing Curse of Strahd again. Um, thank you, everybody who's been uh, watching the um, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom on uh, YouTube. It's actually, been a really popular series. Thank you so much for um, for checking it out. I've been having an absolute ball. Uh, playing it i've got another 20 episodes recorded edited ready to drop every single day um i am getting much better at staying on a single quest uh than i was for the first sort of 50 hours um i found it very hard to not just go in every random direction i've gotten better at that now mainly because i've gone in every random direction and uh there's not much <laughs> else to, to to get distracted by um I'm, pretty much finished all the shrines i've done all the main uh quests involving the sages of each race uh the quest i'm on right now without spoiling anything um is very very fun down in the depths and uh involves me constructing some uh, some really cool zonai tech which i have very thoroughly enjoyed uh so that'll be coming out really shortly as well and i've got a feeling i'm going to be heading to the great deku tree at some point now one person in the discord did warn me that um if i wanted to head to the great deku tree and i quote prepare to be fucked up um, so I've left that, and uh, I'll be doing that soon, because uh, I'm pretty sure the main quest is going to leave you there next, and um, I'm excited. I'm ready to be uh, <clears throat> fucked up. Uh, so absolutely loving uh, Tears of the Kingdom, as always. Um, Avatar Legends and uh, Return of the Giants will both be on this week. We actually have uh, Dave joining us as a main cast member now in Return of the Giants. He's been a guest for the last number of sessions, but he's going to be jumping on and joining us as a guest while Claire and Michael are away. And we actually have an old cast member coming back to join us again for Return of the Giants. Simon, who was one of the very first original cast members of Tyranny of Dragons, is going to be rejoining as a brand new character uh, for Return of the Giants, which is going to be very, very exciting. 
he's had a few character ideas in mind, but I think he's looking at, um, he said a really good mix of martial and magic. So like genuinely that could be like a hex blade. Maybe he's doing mm. a blade singer. I know he's been really excited by the blade singer in the past. So we'll have to see what he's playing. I'm hoping he gets that to me ASAP because I need to do some character art for him. And I'm now down to 48 hours. So um, if you're watching, Simon, um, uh, you're stressing me out a bit, mate. Uh, just a little bit. Um, I know, I, And I know that you had today off because it was a public holiday. So I'm like, come on, give me, give me that stuff. Uh, but yeah, that'll be that'll be really exciting to have Simon back uh, while Claire and Michael are away for the next couple of weeks. Um, they will be back at some point in the near future joining us for the campaign for a little bit and then they will be taking a bit more time off. But we've already got our two new cast members lined up. Uh, one of the things that will be happening more in both this campaign and the Return of the Giants campaign is we're going to be getting more guests from other communities. So you start to see some faces who you might be familiar seeing from other D&D streams or other D&D series, uh, as well as some hopefully that you haven't seen before. And I'm really hoping that we can start to get some guests from other places so that you can get a bit of a taste of what they do. Maybe go check them out as well. And hopefully if, uh, if their viewers want to come and check out our stuff, share some love and get everyone enjoying some really good D&D campaigns. So I'll be keeping you posted on that as we head forwards. We just had a guest character, and I think we're all guested out after that guest character on uh, <laughs> Curse of Strahd. I think Raspit really, like, fulfilled that particular need, and then <laughs> some. Um, we're going to recover a bit more before we bring in another guest. Just take a moment. So we're going we're gonna to recover by playing this super chill, laid-back Curse of Strahd campaign. You know it. Absolutely. Love it. it. Absolutely. Um that is all the fun announcements from me. Was did anyone else have anything fun to share? Anything cool that you did while we had that uh, that week off? Maisie Peters has put out some new. Yeah, so he's definitely you. muted. Uh, it's, I don't know what's going. I mean, I say muted, but something weird is happening with his audio. Whenever that, it's crazy. I don't know how that occurs. Um, I was on a boat all week. That was kind of fun. You were what? So you were on a boat all week? I was on a boat. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Where Sundays. were you? Oh, with Sun fuck you, that sounds awesome. Yeah, she was pretty amazing. nice. Did you did you and Hannah go? Yeah, and a whole bunch of friends. About Tom and I both looked at each other like, yeah. where was our invite? Where, where, <laughs> 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 where was I? It was not organized by me. It was organized by you. It was not. Oh, okay. I thought for a second you were just like really like <laughs> and I organized it and you weren't invited. And Tom and I were just both like Oh. That, that sounds that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I've got a, a trip with Alice planned in October to Fitzroy Island, which is going to be awesome. Because last time Ooh. we tried to go, there was a little itty bitty storm that came and um, uh, blew Fitzroy Island apart a bit <laughs> about two years ago. So um, we, we skipped on the Fitzroy Island part of our, our journey and now we're coming back to do it properly and uh, have a bit of a bit of a scuba and uh, snorkel holiday, just chilling on the island. So I'm very excited for that. So where were you on, on Whit Sundays? Did you go around like Airlie Beach? Yes, we, like around... we stayed on Hamilton Island for a couple of nights, then yep. jetted over to Airlie, got on a boat, and then it just basically took us around wherever, wherever we wanted to go. We spent a day on Whitehaven, spent Brilliant. a day just snorkeling diff different reefs, and swimming, doing all sorts of stuff. It was great. Yeah, that sounds really lovely. Neat. Um, neat. Yeah, the rest of us are uh, working, 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 working. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Contributing so everyone... to society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wasn't doing um, that. You're feeling the economy, all right, of the tourism up north, yeah. right? They needed it. You're the real hero. 
I, thank you. Definitely I everyone who like didn't. That, now that you mentioned it, I really am a hero. <laughs> everyone who didn't spend the week on uh, on a beach or snorkeling gets the uh, gets an advantage this session. Everyone who did do that gets double disadvantage on every roll they make tonight. Um, so let's no, no, obviously not. Let me do a recap for last session because I know it has been a week since we last played, and it might be a little bit since we. Uh, oh, and actually, Raf, it's actually been three weeks since you last played, hasn't it? Because you went with it's us last week. It's been a while. It's been a little bit. So okay, I will. I'll definitely do a very detailed recap um, so that we can get everyone up to speed, uh, and hopefully Grinner can catch up. I'm I'm pretty sure last session I had Grinner do very little. Um, Probably just had more breakfast thrown at me. No, I think I think Grinner spent that? most of the session like <laughs> guarding guarding the front of the matter to make sure Raspip didn't come back, uh, and then <laughs> once he confirmed Raspip wasn't coming back, uh, went to the church and um, I th- I'm pretty sure I had you like get a bit confused why you were back at the church with the bones and then get confused why Grinner couldn't be mayor and then just sort of like chill out after that. Sure. I reckon that's exact. That that sounds that rings some bells. Uh, all right, let me do a quick recap. We will jump straight back into the session. The newest team of the Tempest Adventuring Guild have found themselves lost in the dangerous realm of Barovia. Trapped by strange magics, the group have now travelled westward, away from the sinister castle which reportedly houses the immortal ruler of these lands. Successfully arriving in the town of Alaki, the group have now been drawn into an investigation to locate the bones of a saint, missing and said to confer protection to the town. Along the way, the group also teamed up... uh, teamed up's a strong word the group also tolerated a gnome sorcerer raspin uh, who was also searching for a lost item their paths seeming to lead in the same direction the wokta family who had much to gain from the acquisition of both bones and enchanted ring previously the group almost completely wiped out the wokta family after receiving an invitation to visit there to discuss the future of leadership in the town of alaki uh, a visit which Raspip used as an opportunity to launch a surprise attack on the Lady Wokta, the woman who had uh, acquired his ring. Uh, we find out later quite legally. Uh, with only Nikolai and his younger sister currently alive, the group have taken a quick breath now that Raspip has recovered his ring and departed from the manor. Uh, Raspip, we last saw talking to Gunther, turning a cat into a dog using true polymorph and then pissing off looking for the um, Vistani who were responsible for taking his ring. The party, learning that Stella's mind was broken after only spending a week with the family of the Burgomaster, Vargas Velakovic, um, and that her brother Nikolai wanted to take her to the Abbey at Kresk, the party decided they would journey uh, with uh, Nikolai and uh, Stella to try and heal Tithla as well, right after they investigated the Burgomaster. Before all of this, though, the team headed back to Father Lucian Petrovich to return the now-recovered bones of St. Andrew. We left off last session as the team decided to head over and meet with Gunther Arasek, the stockmaster of the nearby yard, and learn more about the Velakovich household, in particular their son, Victor, who had apparently been betrothed to Stella and has been known to have purchased some tomes containing a darker subject matter. The other important... Uh, item of note from last session is Father Lucian Petrovich agreeing that Baron Vargas Velakovich needed to go and that a new mayor needed to be instated. With Lady Wachter now gone, the power vacuum could be filled by someone much more benevolent with the interests of the town and its people truly in mind. The group put forward the name of Ismark as a potential leader of the town, having been the son of the Burgomaster of Barovia and having learnt a lot about leadership and displaying some of the honourable traits that would be desirable in a leader, 
Ismark took a bit of convincing, but after some words, particularly from Luther and Jonor, has decided to step up and uh, do his best to prepare to take over once Vargas is dealt with. Uh, while Lucian and Ismark went off to go and discuss and meet with some of the key villagers, uh, Irina went with them. The rest of you had a short rest and recovered uh, hit dice and, and had a meal that had been provided by uh, Vargas. We jump straight back in at the end of your short rest, having had a moment to recover, to take a bit of a breather given what's been going on. Um, Tithla, your injuries had also improved slightly given that it's been, uh, I think, 48 or 76 hours since you acquired them. They've now downgraded to fourth degree burns. The immediate like changes to your metastolic function having final, metabolic function having finally subsided slightly <laughs> and just the terrible skin burns still uh, afflicting you. Yeah, it's nice to start settling into these, you know, hideous, disgusting wounds. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good to accept that this is uh, who you are, how you New normal. Exactly, new normal. Status quo. Status quo. If you start breaking into High School Musical, I swear to fucking God you're out. I have no idea what you're talking about. It sounds like it sounds like the opening to one of the High School Musical songs, I swear. No, I don't know. They might have been song titles. I think they might have been. I feel I you I reckon Am you I know what good? you're doing. I you know I have what no you're doing. I no idea what's going on. I haven't seen High School Musical, <laughs> believe it or not. I'm rolling an insight check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually know Maisie Peters songs. Oh, Maisie Peters, I can go on about <laughs> one. His microphone's malfunctioning again. It's bizarre. Soon the camera's going to start malfunctioning and that'll just be tragic. Um, so yeah, I pass over to all of you having, uh, having fully recovered. Actually, right at the end of your short rest, um, as you are sort of finishing up, whatever you've been doing during that time, uh, either taking a break, eating some food, closing your eyes, having a bit of a rest. I think I had Grinner take a bit of a walk outside, light a dog end, have like a moment to finish off his dog end and then head back in and actually have some food. Because I got the feeling that it's been a little bit since Grinner ate, and having rotten food at you does not count as eating breakfast. So yeah. I had Grinner actually, like, eat some good food. So the, the food that Father Lucian's put out for you is, like, a really nice, freshly baked loaf of bread, some hard cheese, and some cured meats. Some very standard fare, a little jar of uh, pickles as well. Not sweet, more of a... Um, not sour, but, like, more of a... Like a Polsky or Gorski-style pickle, like a dill pickle. Um, now I'm really hungry for a Polsky or Gorski. Um, anyway, <laughs> as as Grinner, as you come back in uh, into the uh, into the church and begin walking down the area, you pass a familiar face, younger gentleman with black hair tied back, dressed in a simple tunic, um, holding what looks to be a mattock over one shoulder is Miljevoj, the young man who has been working as a gardener and uh, caretaker for the church grounds. As Miljevoj sees you, he gives you just a simple nod and continues walking past without too much interaction with you, Grinner. I think your interactions with Miljevoj have so far been, um, like, yeah. So he, he's <laughs> just a simple nod yeah. and then walks past. Yeah, I'll tip my hat to him, keep going. Um, can I also confirm, so the, the kids that we saved from the burning house earlier um oh, that, the, yeah the fire was put out i should say grinner you you watched uh, i think it was luther who put out the fire or was it jonor yeah i was doing um prestidigitation i think prestidigitation yeah. was jonor trying to save the books yeah. so the fire was put out pretty quickly after the cats that were inside that main room had dispersed quite rapidly outside of the house and into the streets 
um jonor realizing that something was up came and put the fire out yeah the kid so nikolai looks to be in his early 20s his sister stella maybe 17 16 17 um they're still in the manor with the guards that the rest of the family guards arrived sort of right after nikolai had sort of agreed that probably Raspit was the cause of all of this and was willing to let bygones be bygones with you and focus all of his hatred on Raspit. (laughs) You did a very good job basically putting all of the blame on Raspit. Uh, (laughs) To be fair, it kind of was all his fault. Yes, for lighting the house on fire and and killing I did his throw brother. one of the yeah I did throw well, him down the stairs. He fell. To be fair, he did fall. Like it, what really helped that he was that genuinely you. it was because he tried to punch you and he just went straight down the stairs yeah. like that. We didn't like, lie. No, and and, yeah. and because Nikolai witnessed that, it wasn't really a situation where like he was he was going to be like, no, you killed him. It's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is actually a good point because yeah, so he obviously started the whole fight. That's how we yeah. end up killing lady walked we and it need was, to like yeah because i remember you, I, I wrote in my notes that like a bard was able to stop the revenant by like sort of saying it's not sort of my fault that you died let's just blame it on a raspip and the revenant can chase raspip too yeah so I the story the story that you'd heard actually, from lucian lucian petrovich was that um yeah there, there was one like re, like revenants are a real problem in barovia because of the way that undead often rise and vengeful spirits are very easy to easy to be raised here um, there's only one story Lucia knew of a revenant being dealt with, and that was yeah, Bard being able to calm the revenant, tra- trap it, and calm it, and then be able to sort of have a, a, a conversation with it and convince it that it wasn't the Bard's fault, that it was actually an accident, and then the revenant was able to move on without an. And apologized. Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, full, yeah, like apologized for his part in it. Yeah, yeah. So that the reason we're talking about that is obviously, obviously, for those of you missed it. Uh, it did seem like the Lady Wokta uh, had placed a bit of a, a bit of a curse on the uh, on the party after her demise. So yeah. we can Let's totally put that on right Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Hell, that's we can great. even volunteer to, to to help and hunt him down. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. The new big new big bad guy, Raspit. Curse of, curse of Raspit. Curse of Raspid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make my way back over to the others, probably still munging on a piece of cheese that I stuffed in my pocket after the food. Um, uh, yeah, yeah small wedge of a, sort of a quite a hard cheese. Um, quite quite creamy, but a bit of a tart flavour, Grinner, as if it's been aged for not long enough. Sort of, it doesn't have that nice mature flavour. Yeah, as you as you walk back in, you see the rest of the group just wrapping up their short rest. Yeah, guys. Um, if we do find out what this, you know, these books he's been Victor's been using, possibly on uh, the younger sister. Um, if some of them seem interesting, I wouldn't mind having a, a look at them myself, uh, just to further my understanding. Just if we get the chance, just want to throw it out there that I'm, I might, I might want to grab that book. I I I agree. I think the first thing that we should do is we got to get our heads in the game. Um, we really got to, you know, sort of break free from this thought process. Um, we, we can't really be sticking to the status quo. 
you're poking a bear, I, Jacob, and I want you to know I that think, there will be consequences if you continue in this way. I told you they were Messi Peter songs. <laughs> no, they're not. It's High School Musical songs. Is it, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. High School Musical songs. He was just staring sideways, not Jacob, moving, looking at the Jacob, I genuinely have a photographic memory. You're not going to get this past me. <laughs> I'm not a fool. It's also being recorded. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's my photographic memory. It's the recording. <laughs> I really think if we were to start something new, though. Um, anyway, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, you fucking don't. Right. What were we doing? Motivational tip, uh, <laughs> what were I we doing? It, <laughs> we're trying to get books from. We're trying to figure out what oh, yeah. books were sold on. Um. Yeah, I do want to find out if he's got any more well, good books to sell as well. That'll, that'll also be great. Well, it uh, looks like we're heading down to the uh, warehouse. Oh, we were going to see going. where he got the books from, weren't we? Yeah, yeah I think sounds, uh, good yeah, it's a good bidding for us uh, trying to yeah. overthrow this uh, Velaki, so Yeah, the options are either discredit to the point that he couldn't win a, an election or murder. So... Those okay, are the only two options could... available to you. In, in a game that's only hampered by your imagination, it's a binary it's choice between <laughs> murder and discredit. And smear campaign. Yeah. yeah. If, we, if we get him to the point where he's going to threaten, like, Tithra again, then we, I think we're all yeah, good. The, then we can justify it all. Yeah, it's time to, form the, time to form the Barovian equivalent of Fox News and just take this guy down <laughs> with a smear campaign based on no evidence, no facts. If, just, indeed, I could like... probably get him to threaten me. Um... <laughs> I don't think it'll be that difficult. All I have to do is you, start creating um, song lyrics, and uh, he'll just, like, everyone around him, everyone will just turn on me. <laughs> yeah, 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 then we're not working. We could just start something new here. <laughs> You've done that one. <laughs> yeah. I would also like to point out that at this point, we murdered Lady Walker only to then go and do exactly as she was asking us to do anyway. Yeah, but at least this way she can't take over Tuva, right? Yeah, and we're trying to break free from the, from the control that she has. You've already done that one. Like, mate, it's, it's just sad. This is all he's got. I know, it's just sad. There's only so many songs. I know, it's yeah. a blessing. High School Musical 2. <laughs> I don't know it, not going to be able to, I'm not even going to notice or care. We're, we're, we're fractured, we're fractured. We, uh, we all it was a one-hit wonder. We all need to stick together. We're all in this. Okay, thank so, you. We've done that one too. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hell. <laughs> the infection spreads. Go team. It's always been there. Sanity rolls. <laughs> can you please, for the love of God, get your heads in the game and can we like genuinely start playing <laughs> right. D&D? So, I mean, seriously, my, we need to stick together. If I'm understanding from what happened 15 minutes ago yeah. and not two weeks ago, yeah. um, Victor got bad books from Gunther, but we want to know where Gunther got the bad books from to begin with. Is that right? No, I think we want to know and what more, bad more books the content of the books. Oh. Know how bad this because this is the guy we're trying to smear, or well, the son of the guy we're trying to smear. That's right. So we want to know both. We want to know where Gunther got the bad books from, but also why. Also, and what did he do? I, I, I was having to think uh, when I went on my walk. Oh, you've yeah. been very quiet the last hour and a half. Well, I, I, I wasn't <laughs> here, mate. So, ah, what? That, that is cheese, oh, right? And what I what I was thinking about is, look, there were a lot of cats in that house, right? And yep. is is it a thing? Like, 
that's not normal, right? You don't have that many cats in a house. I don't live in houses too often. Is that that's not normal, right? No, I, I think normally we right? try not to judge people based on the living conditions that they're choosing. Well, you know, sort not, of a. I live in the forest with, with hundreds of animals. No, but what I'm saying, right, is you don't have a, a cat girl in a house with a bunch of cats, right? Like, what, were you trying to domesticate her or what? What I'm thinking, right, is. Is... Well, I thought that we learned that cats were the only animal that have ever did that domesticated themselves. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about that, love. But uh, what... I read it one day. Oh, all right. You did not know you could read. It, I was learning. Yeah. So it was one of those. <laughs> what, it was what in I'm like thinking... a car and you break it open and it says something in it. Definitely, it's like... shut up for a bit here. <laughs> 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 I'm going to give inspiration to Grinner. Uh, <laughs> no, that's bullying. Oh, okay. I'm going to give disadvantage to Tiffa. I want to make it really clear that if I am going to bully, it can't be subtle. I need it to be really obvious what I'm doing. Sure thing, Grinner. You just had to ask. Well, yeah, I feel like I shouldn't have had to, love. But anyway, that's not the point. But, so, what if... Right, and I know this is, I don't know how magic works, right? I just, I just hit things and ghost children follow me around a bit. If, is it possible, right, that someone's, them, can get put into a bunch of cats and then all of the cats get put into one person? Oh, it's like a mind and body swap. Yeah, like, did we just shoo out that kid into the street into like a dozen fucking cats? Cat fragments. Yeah. How do we put them back in? Well, I don't fucking know. I think we'd have to find them first. <clears throat> Does she have to eat all the cats? Well, we could try that, but I think that's a one-shot sort of thing, though. I don't think we get a second go at that. Can I scour my memory of that sort of magic? Yeah, yeah. do you want to make me an arcana check I'm or magic. a history check, Jonah? Definitely a journal mystery. Eleven. Um, Jonal, as you have a bit of a reflect back and think through what you know about various forms of magic, unfortunately, what Grin is describing isn't an area of magic that you've had a lot of experience in. Um, I mean, your, your training hasn't really focused on medical magic or, or understanding disease and, and damage. And, and curses are not really your thing either. It's not really something you've spent a lot of time looking into and understanding curses. Your focus has been on magic of um, more direct means, so evocation, conjuration magic, and that sort of style of thing, as well as your, your own personal investigations into good and evil and the distinctions between them and the hypotheses around how they influence magic, like your, your alignment and your decision-making, how that affects your magic and the, the magic that you can conjure. You're not really sure about this. I mean, as you think it through, it'd be a pretty powerful curse to take someone's mind and split it in the first place. But once you did that, putting it inside a living vessel kind of does make sense to you at least. Like at least then the mind is going to be protected and stored. It wouldn't take as much energy, you think, as splitting it and putting inside something inanimate. But whether or not that's what's happened here you're not sure and and the magic that does that you're not even really sure if that's possible as you think it through like it's it's hypothetically possible from your understanding of magic but whether or not it actually is 
achievable. Yeah, you're not sure. It's it's a what Grinner proposes probably is a fascinating thought and one that I suspect Jonah might jot down for later research. <laughs> yeah, look, that's uh, very fascinating. I think we need to hit up a, a more familiar wizard. I'm I'm not versed in these uh, that sort of domain, but you know, it makes a lot of sense. You've got a good brain on your uh, in your head and on your shoulders, Grinner. Well, well, thanks. I hope no one's really said that before. But all right, cheers. Uh, do do we need to? Yes, Tifla. I I just want to say. That was that was a very good job. Uh, thanks, love. All right, you, yeah. I well, can't like pat her on the head. Oh, I okay. think we, we still we, need to get her to the the hospital in Kresk, however. Um, regardless, I think even if the cats are her, we still need someone probably a bit beyond us to put them back in, unless we well, just make a cat sandwich. Yeah, and I think you, I think you're right on on that point, but but also, don't we need the cats for that? Like, did yeah. aren't they just fucking everywhere? Well, they left the house when it was on fire, but then they lived there, so cats usually come back if you I don't know put out a bowl of milk. Yeah, but I guess do we have time for that? Should we go do that? I reckon we need those cats. Yeah, yeah probably just, a good idea. Like thirty cats in a bag and lug that across Barovia. There was a fair number of cats. I did care them. Uh, Alright. Did well, we count the cats, uh, no one? Uh, it doesn't sound like anyone was... counted the cats. <laughs> but did we get like I a ballpark? Like are we 30? Yeah, are we 10, 30? What order what of magnitude of cat are we out here? Did anyone uh, take notes on how many cats there were? I I would like to make a history roll based yes. on the fact that Grinner would be good at picking numbers from scouting in the army. I like that justification. Grinner may make a history check. Yeah. If I lied and just said I wrote down that there were 11 cats, would you believe me? Well, I, I know how many there are, so like I might go, well, that's Ooh. how many cats you think there are. Natural Is that a natural one. 20? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Tell me how many cats. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I will tell you how many cats there were. <laughs> Grinner, I'd, yeah, I'd fuck. Uh, Grinner, there were exactly nine cats. <laughs> Damn it. That's much more achievable. Oh, Grinner. And sack placeable. Yeah, I think there were nine of them. In fact, I'm certain of it. <laughs> I could name them Tibbles, Tiddles, Tickles, Tiddles. Did Raspip not convert one of them into a dog and give it to... Oh, you guys didn't see that. You just saw Raspip step through his dimension door and one of the cats get pulled through. Well, yo, did not Raspip take one of the cats through the dimension door? It could be literally anywhere. You definitely see one of the cats go through the dimension door. Definitely. Well, it could be anywhere. Is is eight ninths of a cat lady. Well... I'm I'm pretty good, you know, and so are you. We could go and find the cat in the town. We go well, searching. Did, did I mean what is uh, Jonah? What is the range on a dimension door? How far could he have gone? Ooh, ooh, I, I haven't quite studied that one. I don't, I couldn't tell you actually. What good values then? I can make fire occasionally. Yeah. You know, I try my best. <laughs> Fair enough. These these books that we That's need more info on, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna need to go see old mate at the shop. Yeah, like he's gonna have some sort of a crate that we can stick all these cats in, surely. Yes. Well, let's go ask him. Maybe, maybe these books contain details on what was done to the girl. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And we'll pick up cats along the way. Yeah, if we see a cat, doesn't matter what it looks like. If it's a cat, it's going in the bag. Bruno, I'm going to say with a natural 20, you do actually vaguely remember like a very rough idea of what each of the cats actually looked like. Um, with, the, with a natural 20, even with a minus one, like as you stood guard, part of your training requires you to take notes of people who would pass through into camp so that you could inform management or the next set of guards sometimes in the like who, who had entered camp who hadn't who was where and sometimes you didn't have the luxury of a pen and pencil or pen and charcoal so yeah i'm gonna say that you actually with a natural 20 you actually even vaguely remember what each of the cats looks like enough that you would recognize whether this is one of the cats or not one of the cats if you looked at it or it looked very similar to one of the cats i'm gonna i'm gonna say that that is the case heading forwards I'm gonna I'm gonna just look at Jonor and start describing every cat in detail. It's a pretty it's a pretty vague cat. It's more like a you're gonna be much better at recognizing them. So if you see one of the cats, you're gonna be able to know. Oh yeah, that looks like one of those cats. Yeah, that's I think it's that one. Or nah, that that cat's too fat. <laughs> These cats okay. were slightly underfed, and it doesn't smell smoky, so it probably wasn't in that room. Well, I, I remember what these cats look like to an extent, at any rate. So I'm happy to uh, be on cat duty, whatever the fuck that means. Can I roll and, um, a perception while we're going along, so I can just point out cats to Grinder to see if he can ID him? Yeah, hundred percent. I do. We I do like how, talk. as a joke, I called this session herding cats, and now it is actually <laughs> genuinely what the session has become. <laughs> I, like, I, it was. It was a joke because it was a funny suggestion, and I thought, yeah, that's that's about what it's like for me as a dungeon master of this group. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just actual cat herding. Thirteen Theodore, nice. Jonah, you look like you were going to say something. Yeah, on exactly that, we should just tell. Um, <clears throat> hang on, what's the name of the guy? Um, the son to lay out the milk. Yeah, <laughs> Nikolai. Yeah, Nikolai. We'll do All that right. on the way. Yeah. Perfect. And you actually do have to go past the Wachter Manor to get to the stockyard, in, in at least the way that you've traveled down the main roads. There, there probably are roads that would connect up down the side streets, but from where you are and from what you remember of the town layout, probably the easiest way, at least sticking to the routes you know, is just to go via the main road, which is past the Wachter House once again. As you set up and begin making your way down the main street, you can see that people have begun to emerge from inside their houses once again. Now that the cheer squad of Baron Vargas Velakovich has left and people are no longer being forced to smile in the streets and laugh and play, it looks like people are starting to come back out again. However, you can start to see more preparations being done for this latest festival. Um, you know that the Festival of the Blazing Sun whatever that is, is not too far away. You've heard it mentioned a couple of times now, and you can see that there are a number of people uh, mostly dressed in the guard uniform of the Vargas household, this dark grey and black uniform with the Vargas family crest on it, working away, hanging up what looked to be bundles of twigs shaped in a rough uh, wreath, probably to be lit on fire at some point during the celebrations as you pass through and head via the blue water inn and make your way towards uh the walk to ha- uh, walk to manor walk to house jonah i'm assuming you just quickly run up the driveway let nikolai know do you, actually do you want to do you want to do you want to because i'd love to hear what specifically you do tell nikolai so jonah as you as you sort of rush up you see nikolai is actually at the front of the house packing things into a chest as a carriage waits nearby. It looks like he's in the process of like packing up and getting ready to get a carriage sorted. As he sees you approach, he gives you a nod and goes, uh, yes, uh, uh, either uh, Jonah, wasn't it? 
Uh, yeah, that's a, that's the one, uh, Nikolai. Um, I have a bit yes. of a suggestion which could be helpful for the means of uh, having your sister return to better health. Um, okay. I'm by no means a, a wizard that can do any sort of this mind correction work, but we have a theory that perhaps collecting the cats uh, back all together again, and possibly, you know, there's an association between the cats and your sister, having them all together would be very helpful for uh, correcting her state. Oh, so um, what I'm going to suggest is, you know, could you possibly lure the cats back in? Like, are these your cats? Uh, yeah, my mother's cats, mostly. Well, a mixture of hers and my sister's. Um, my sister was the one who really loved cats. We, Two of them were ours originally. Uh, one was my mother's, one was hers. But when she had her uh, incident and returned to us from the, uh, the Velakovich household, my mother thought by... Getting her more cats, it might keep her happy, especially because she was acting rather cat-like. My mother thought maybe that was one of the things that might help her, so she uh, went out and uh, acquired some cats from other locations, but it didn't seem to make any difference, and so my mother abandoned that plan and uh, tried other avenues instead. Uh, none of the cats which, are mine. Uh, which was her cat, by by the way? Uh, her cat was called uh, Bluebell. It's a uh, medium-sized cat, uh, sort of like a grayish bluish fur short hair um has a I, um, uh, ribbon she, has a ribbon is still around uh i i i'm not sure i haven't haven't seen bluebell since since uh since everything uh, happened. happened i can I'll have a look just make sure that definitely stays here make sure the cat stays here right and, and try and try and get the other cats back that's right yeah if you okay. got some of the guards just make sure they're on you know herd cats that'll be great Herd cats, right? If they come by, grab a cat. Yep. You, you think this will help? Oh, actually, no. They don't, they don't know whose cats are whose, so we'll 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 round the cats. That's okay. Are you sure? I, I would recognize the cats if they were to bring me cats. I could I could vaguely recognize which ones are ours. So. Absolutely. Yeah, go for it then. Make sure okay. you leave out you know something treats for the cats to come by and take. Okay. I'll in. I'll talk to the guards and see if we can see if we can get the cats. I'll check. Do you want me to check upstairs for Bluebell before you leave? Or that, that'd be great. Yeah. Please. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll be right back. Um, Nikolai runs back inside. Uh, a few moments later, Jonah he runs back downstairs. and Goes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've got Bluebell. Bluebell's there. She looks like she was in the room with uh, in the room with Stella. She she was under the bed. Stella's holding her now. That was the one that was in the oh, room wow. when you guys came in. Uh, yeah. We've got Bluebell. Uh, I don't know where the others are though. They're not. They're not there. Okay. Well, definitely keep those two safe together. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the guards. No problem. Th- thank you. Uh, I, I hope no this works. I can't believe my mother was on the right track with this. I thought she was crazy for just getting more cats. But uh, look, if you think this will work. Um, can you take me to that cat just for a moment? I yell out to the guys. Guys, I was going to try and talk to this uh, to the daughter's favorite cat. You're doing what? I then just run upstairs. Okay, cool. <laughs> as, you, as you come upstairs, Jonah, as you run into the room probably not taking a moment to pause sounds like you're pretty excited um stella immediately like and then as she sort of recognizes you and you don't make any more aggressive moves comes back down moving over to the side of her bed and sort of looks at you rather curiously before like grooming at her ears again the um cat that is sitting at the end of her bed is exactly as nicolai described grayish blue fur a little red ribbon around its neck as as you rush in it looks up at you really bored kind of flicks its tail a little bit cocks its head and then sort of goes back to sort of bashing away at the edge of the bedspread uh, as Nikolai sort of comes yeah. up behind you. Oh, yes, you go. Go, go. Hey, Bluebell, how are you? And I I see if she responds. 
the cat sort of looks up as you speak and then as you stop talking and don't do anything else it goes back to sort of batting away gently at the bedspread point at it yep use message <clears throat> is this bluebell or is this someone else now, I need to quickly check message. It has to be able to speak a language to return the message, doesn't it? Or does it not? Yeah, I think it needs... Let me let me check. Target, here's the message, and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the target, and only the target, hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. So it's not telepathy. It's more just like speaking into your ear. Uh, <laughs> Jonah, <laughs> as, you, as you do that, the cat sort of like looks up a little bit, looks around, because the sound would come from... It wouldn't be directional with message i imagine it's like sort of a quite a quite an undirectional source of sounds the cat kind of looks a little bit confused and then as it like hunkers down a little bit and the message stops looks and goes Meow. which you hear as a slight whisper okay <clears throat> that was a very interesting experiment and uh, i think i'll take more evidence at a later point um uh, thank you for this so i'm gonna head back to the group and be on our way nikolai sort of like looks and goes you, uh yeah no problem i, I i'll i'll talk to the guards um, yep. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Really, Jonah, as you, as you get back to the rest of the group and you guys begin walking down, you, as you sort of get about probably 10, 20 meters away, you see one of the guards at the gate, like a messenger runs up, whispers something in his ear. He like looks around, sees a cat over by the sidewalk that Grinner had noticed and realized wasn't one of the cats, like leans down a little bit and goes, yeah, push, 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 push. As he starts walking towards it, the cat like hackles up, looks at him, and he goes, "Yeah, push, 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 push." Cat bolts. He goes, "Oh fuck!" and begins rushing after it, trying to catch it. As you see, about five other guards emerging from the walk to house, looking around, going, "Yeah, push, 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 push." As you just unleash a whole group of what look to be crazy people walking around, saying, "Yeah, push, push, push." Amazing. We have um, we have more men for the for the fight, guys. Um, look at them run. I love um, that you've, you've turned this group of like grizzled guards into like cat herders. <laughs> 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 I might I might say to the um to what, what's the remaining Wachter called again? Nikolai. The lone Texas Wachter. <laughs> uh, I'll go to him though and say, um, now look, they they can go around and try and catch them by hand that's probably not going to work too well so um i would recommend creating or buying some traps um and sort of tailored to cats and you might have more success that way as well um yeah i i don't know if we have any cat traps uh, rat traps might be a bit small i'll i'll see if i can hire one of the one not of the hunters the maybe they know a snare trap. system a killing kind of trap no I thought not we the killing not no the no killing. Killing. Yeah, run a catch of them alive so um, yeah, it sounded like jonah needed them for for something well, yeah, I'll, you I'll just talk said to rat to, trap rat yeah trap, do, do yeah. the cats normally come and go or do they always stay in the room upstairs? no they're indoor cats my my mum my mother wasn't oh, keen on them walking around uh well, i'll see if i can talk to one of the hunters maybe there's some sort of snare system we could set up to capture some of them i could show you a couple of things if that would help if you have time although probably not me maybe it'd be best if you could teach the guard oh he looks as the guards begins fanning out across the street heading down <laughs> different alleyways ah uh, i might i might see if i can like call them back with the bell and if I'll, you I'll just get, a get one Don't of worry. them just get one of them i'll show them they'll show the others it'll be like some sort of tree of pyramid funnel <laughs> i mean this might work of course but um 
if you also just employ a hunter who's going to stay here permanently with you while you are in this endeavor, that might be easier. We'll need a Tiffler. You, you can't trust everyone. Like, they'll probably why not? Forget how to do the trap? Why? Why can't we trust them? I trust. I, trusting everyone has never led me astray, not once. As you're Isn't covered in like. There's a hunter who would often. <laughs> there's a hunter who would often bring us meat. That hurt my heart. <laughs> yeah, that that one still Never sings. Down, am I? There's a hunter my mother employed to often bring us fresh cuts of meat. Um, Gareth, I can see if he's around and maybe he can help source some. He, he, he's quite a quite an accomplished hunter. I mean, he's at least in his thirties, so uh, pretty old for a hunter so in these parts. Yeah. He just, you watch as Nikolai nods, no sense of irony yeah. or humor so in his well. eyes at all. It's just like, yep. This was being 100% serious as well. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find Gareth. Uh, don't don't worry, you, you lot. I'll, I'll Luther, talk to Gareth. Isn't that super old? Isn't 30 super old, Luther? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I suppose. Uh, I guess. Um, quite and how long have you myself. been 30, Luther? <laughs> <laughs> You don't look a day over 30, so, Luther. And how long have you looked that way? <laughs> so, yeah, it's 30s. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite near that, I guess. Uh, as I'm sort of sheepishly just looking around. Yeah, it's, um, you know... You don't, you don't see... I don't seem to get past that 30, though. I'm a rider who just keep getting older and the aches and stuff. Oh, my back. Sort of crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got crickets. No one's speaking, so... Oh, yep, okay. No, there's 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 no crickets. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Okay. I wonder how um, Gunther is. We can go that, ask him. I f yeah, I think we need to keep going. Actually, okay. I do have my age as 28, like when I turned. I'm going to do 30, because I think it's more funny to always be 30 instead of 29. I, it's like more sad. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh. Well, in that case, Tizzle would say, "Oh, you know, Luther. No offense, like, but thirty's pretty no, no, old. No, 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 none taken. Like, I'm sorry that you're also super old at thirty, but I, I feel like I've been thirty for uh, a really? long time. As I someone know, born in '93, this is such a kick in the nuts, right? Now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you I'm, there. <laughs> I'm right there with you, my dude. I'm the beginning yeah, I'm of '94, so I'm not even that yeah. far behind. <laughs> right I, with you. I just I turned 31 last last Friday, so oh, 31 is so old. Better. It's not even you as your character now. It's just you as the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the play. Just, this is just Jared. Yeah, this whole escapism <laughs> thing isn't working so well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's it's sort of like it's I can't scary. say. It's like I can't say I'm 29. I'm 30 forever, but then like I can't. It's like you almost don't get the right to sort of make those jokes as you get older too. <laughs> I was just sort of stuck in that really weird 30 period. Well, yeah. So as a, as a as a dampier, you do have a sense of agelessness about you. You really haven't changed physically that much since you were turned into a dampier. So yeah, whatever whatever age you were when you turned, if it now is 30, if you wanted to make it 30, it was going to be it was 28, but I think 30 is more funny now. I'm forever 30 just yeah really wow. at that like cusp of uh, everything being great and everything being not so great is what you're trying to say hey? <laughs> everyone like, expects you to know you, what you're doing you still you've have lost, no idea <laughs> yeah, you've, you've, you've lost those you know youth you've lost your youth sort of you haven't gained the wisdom yet everything being like an older sort of gentleman 
yet you have responsibilities now. Oh, it already hurts. <laughs> All right, we need to move on from this, or I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start crying. We need to move on. It's just gonna, I'm not gonna be able to continue running this session. Um, yes, uh, please feel free to talk to talk to Gunther if there's anything more you can learn. Um, that would be great. Just uh, you were talking about. I remember before you left yesterday, we, we spoke a little bit. You were talking about um, looking into to Vargas. Um, his son Victor. You were asking some questions about him. There's something else I remember that I forgot to mention uh, earlier. Um, in the, the heat of what was going on, I I don't think I don't think Victor and his father get along very well. Uh, he, his father always, at least when our families were together or in public, he would always put his son down um, and treat him rather poorly. I, I'm not sure if there's much love lost between the two of them. At least last I checked, the whole marriage with uh, with my sister, the, the engagement with my sister. I mean, he wasn't... Victor had no choice in that from the sounds of it. It was all his father's doing. So I'm... Maybe maybe if you were looking at, at finding out what happened, maybe Victor could be a good person to talk to. Like, he's a weird That's dude. Don't get me wrong. Idea. A bit creepy. But I... I never got the sense that he was dangerous. His father, though, is batshit more crazy. His father has harmed your sister rather than the son. I mean, I, I struggle to imagine Victor really being able to accomplish anything. <laughs> so, um, let's find why, out why. The knowledge because you he's really into first. He's really kind of like he's a bit of a bookworm. He doesn't. He's not very like athletic or, or powerful. I, yeah, as far as I'm aware, many things. If you read lots of books, knowledge is power. That's a very commonly. I I know that's thing. something nerds say to feel better about themselves. But... <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I just said that uh, as Owen about twenty minutes ago. Um, I, I know that's something nerds say to feel better about themselves. But I I mean, like he was he's quite shy, quite reserved. Victor, I mean. I mean, my brother and I had does no he, troubles picking on him. Like, he was he an have easy target. Other than books, something we may be able to relate to him about. Uh, uh, I think I've got lots to relate to this I think nerd. It does sound like, like Jonor and Victor are going to get along swimmingly. I bet you they have can't a similar swim build, within 30 actually. minutes of eating. Yeah. I, not I, I'm not even sure he can uh, swim full stop if I had to make a oh, call. Wow. Does anyone go swimming around here? Is there a location in which one could even swim in this? There's a river. Yeah, there's a river. Sometimes, sometimes Actually, they're close to the river. I think the lake yeah. is pretty close. There's the lake as well. My brother and I would sometimes go swimming in the lake. Right but the lake. Um, you have to be careful. There's an area that's roped off. There are creatures that you can find in the lake, giant leeches and things like that. But there's an area that's, that's roped off with nets that you can swim in. Hmm. Sometimes we would go down to the water. <laughs> Not for a while, but... <laughs> Who bothers to set up giant leech nets to go swimming in this depressing ass little demi plane? Yeah, I'm not keen. Well, to mate, not much else like... going on. Like people who people who want to like slowly drown themselves, guess, but not die to leeches. <laughs> but not by a leech. Yeah, it's like, okay, I, there's, there's not I'm... much to do. I imagine I imagine Theodore would actually say that out loud. To be honest, it yeah. sounds like a Theodore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's not much else to do, and it's good exercise, and uh, it was a great opportunity to, to play around and, and get away from get away from my mother. Brother and I would often go down to the water, and we had a little boat that we'd sometimes paddle on. That's fair enough. Well, all right, let's go see our um, shopkeeper friend, Mr. Mr. Gunther, and um, see what we can learn about this Victor, and then we go see the Victor. 
Sounds like a solid plan, I think. Turn him from a victor into a victim. <laughs> We're crazy. Um, but this is that was all raspip. We do not just murder <laughs> political figures. Well, I mean, I would like to punch him, though, to be fair. Victor? Yeah. I mean, you've not even met this man. No, I know, but he just sounds like a bit of a twat, right? He's just always <laughs> reading. So you can set a book for him and uh... <laughs> Have you been saving it up from spending so much time with Jonah? Yeah, look. You, I don't you trust your written lead. word, all right? Anyone who reads yeah. books too much, you got to punch out the words. Get him out. That's right. That's right. Knock him out. <laughs> they fester in there like a wound. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say anything nasty to Jonah because he's in the habit of buying children. I don't know what else he oh, wants. <laughs> it was only attempting. In all fairness, it was only an it attempt. Was... It was a failed attempt. Jonah goes to start. He looks over at Luther, and I imagine Luther is of... like, "I'll probably just wave you off and be like, don't add fuel to the fire." <laughs> and I, I restrain rather than just outbursting. I just probably start walking in the direction. There's only so many times you can oh, say, I was offering a scholarship before it just doesn't sink in. It's like, well, whatever. Our university probably, is um, buying children. Not buying. Probably. Um, I'll probably go into the door and um, as we're walking off, I'll be like, look, I know you didn't try and buy that so I knew it was all misunderstood. I know everyone else is taking you for a ride. It's all right, my friend. Just try to just make you feel a bit better. It's a very. And then I start saying things like, look, it's okay to read books. It doesn't make you a nerd or anything like that. Like, you're learning. They just don't understand. Like, I may hang some, some dust and throw it at Grinner and walk away. <laughs> oh. They're going to make you feel better? That's great. That's, um... Given that your mage hand has the, tele- you've got the, the telekinetic mage hand. It's just this beefy, it grabs like a, a full, like fistful of dust and then just poof in Grinner's face. Like as the old, dust settles, your face is like outlined in almost like a white dusty powder, <laughs> like a chalky white powder. He put my fucking cigarette out. <laughs> I then turn and hold a firebolt in my hand. Would you like a light or? Well, I've, you know what? <laughs> Magic's pretty good. You haven't bought no one. You know what? I feel like you guys <laughs> got really drunk one night, and that's hundred percent something Jonah would have tried to do with action and just hit you with the firebolt. <laughs> Do they get fly past the dog end and just light it? He's like, as it goes past? Yeah, just right down. <laughs> but I love the idea of Grinner losing like his eyebrows in the process because it passes this close. The heat just <laughs> strips the eyebrows straight off him. Oh, my what nose hairs. Oh, my eyebrows. Oh, my eyebrows. <laughs> it's a very short walk from the Wachter house to the uh, to the Arasek stockyard. And as you step on in... 50 minutes. What was that, sorry? Yet it's taken us like 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Actual, yeah, actually in game time. Um, as you as you arrive in the stockyard, mm. you can see Gunther speaking with a woman that you haven't seen before. Graying auburn hair tied up in two very tight buns, dressed in a very conservative, uh, but very like well-shaped dress that seems to conform to her body quite closely, um, is a woman that he's speaking to. They are standing on either side of a cage, inside of which you can see a cat in the cage with them, which is way too big for the cat, a much larger holding pen. You can see some bones, as well as what looks to be a bundle of cloth. And as you step up and begin hearing what they're saying, you hear Gunther speaking quite animatedly. 
no, I, I told you that the gnome brought a dog and he gave me a dog and I put it in the cage to look after. And then a few moments later when I came back out, it was this cat again. Like I, I, I by the time I came to go and get you and I had like finished getting the, the, the dog all set up, it, it was, it, I, I swear I got you a dog, but it, it has become a cat. You can hear the woman just let out this long suffering sigh. Honey, I know that you are very excited to have got me a dog, but you are not fooling me with this. I know you too well, but the cats do not just turn into dogs and then back into cats again. <laughs> I, please, if you're going to get me a pet, I'm not very interested in cats. In fact, oh, I am a little bit allergic, as you know. <laughs> he just sort of like sighs. I didn't get you a cat. I got you a dog and it just turned into a cat. I, I swear to you, I would not lie to you, my love. She just sort of shakes her head and goes to wander off. As Gunther looks in the cage and just sighs, Grinna, you recognize the cat very much as one of the ones from the manor, the one that disappeared into the portal with Rasput. As Gunther turns around and sees you, he goes, Oh, you lot, your, your gnome friends has really fucked me over with this. Well, we, 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 did he make you look like a fucking wanker? He is not. I, I used to. I was going to look like a rock star for my wife, but now I look like a wanker after giving her this this cat. This now just it is, <laughs> is a, it's a cat. The cat turned into a dog and back into a cat. It was a dog, and now it is a cat. And well, I, it is um, obviously cursed. You should probably give it to us for safe disposal. Safe disposal. Nice. This is a living creature. I'm not going to. What are you going to do? No, to it? We, we, we will take well, it out of the city so it cannot inflict its curse upon anyone else. Well, actually, what? I think what we should probably do is give it back to the person that owns it, right? Because that's the Wokta cat. Uh, this belongs that's to the Woktas. Yeah, look at uh, it. That's one of the ones. Yes, please. I would not like to be uh, accused yeah. of stealing a cat from the Woktas. Yes, please. If you are willing to take this cat back to the Woktas, uh, you were going to uh, go and talk to them about a ring, weren't you? And some bones? Yeah, we got that sorted. Oh, great. I heard there was some commotion at the uh, the walked house. No. Yeah, our, um, well, our acquaintance, the, uh, the dome, he got up to yeah. some mischief. I'll just leave he it He threatened there. my life and uh, fucked off. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that uh, you don't have to be scared of the walk the family no more. Uh, uh, any of them. Left. Except for the part about giving us the cat, that you still have to be scared. <laughs> I don't want the cat. You can have the cat. I don't care what you do with the cat. If it is the walkers <clears> and there are walkers left, give them the cat back. If there, there are no walkers left, I don't care what you do with the cat. So the, uh, the aftermath of Raspipam, that left a lot of us. Some of them are still alive, though, so we'll definitely take the I'm, cat back. I'm going to assume that this is information that if you tell me, I probably don't want to know. Right, it could get me in trouble. Probably. Okay. In that case, then, it is enough to know that this is a walk the cat. Here, you take the cat. I don't want the cat. Um, speaking of information, um, we were told you sold some mysterious books to Victor, the son of the Burgomaster. Oh, that was uh, a number of months ago. Yes, he came and was asking for some specific books. I was able to locate some of them. <clears throat> he took them and paid me quite a bit of gold. As I part of books. this whole thing that you don't want to know, we need to know what these books contained. Oh, he, he did pay me quite a bit not to share and not to mention it to anybody, but you already yeah. know, so I'm not mentioning it to you, I'm just confirming what you already knew. Well, then I could go perhaps mention you're a good acquaintance of this Raspip fellow, you're buying animals off him, good friends. Look, there's no need to threaten me. Come on, 
I'm just trying to get away, trying to get a, a buy in this world. Your gnome friend already threatened me and told me that he would burn me alive if I did not help him find where his uh, dream was from. All right, we won't we won't threaten you, mate. But what we will do is, if you don't tell us what was in those books, then I'm gonna hit you. That's that's yep, a threat. That that's the definition. <laughs> that's the definition of a threat. Yep. I don't think you know what the what the threat is. Well, so not that's not a threat would be happen. what a threat. No, if you wanted to not threaten me, you just say, "Hi, Gunther. We've done some business with you. Why don't we give you some gold and you can tell us some information?" And I would go, "Yes, of course. That is very fair. Come inside. I you give me some gold. I will tell you what you want to know." Well, you would do that for us, for for money. Yes, I am a merchant. I sell things for money. Sometimes information. Oh, hey, Gunther, you want to yeah. go inside and tell us about this stuff that was in the books? Oh, I'd love to. Ah, it's going to cost some gold. Do you have some gold? Uh, I could hit you. That's a threat again. You've not grasped this. <laughs> so I might not take over. Maybe I uh, sort of gesture for Theodore. Maybe we'll take um, we'll take over the uh, you know, so the conversation here at the moment. I guess uh, Gruner, go over the. Uh, Oh, I think your smoke's nearly out. Um, better get another one lit up. Yeah, I thought that was going pretty well, but I could take a hit and just <laughs> wander off to the cat. As as you start to wander, Grinner, Gunther goes, hang on a minute. He reaches in, pulls out a little pack of cigarettes, pulls one out and hands it to you and goes, don't hit me. You can have a cigarette if you don't hit me. Okay? Oh, oh now, see, that's a deal I can get. But look at this, lads. I'm, I'm a merchant. Yeah. No, I have, <laughs> I have, I have put with the deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a, light? a lot of mustard on the chint there. <laughs> <laughs> Go over there, smoke a uh, cigarette. Don't threaten me or my customers, okay? Well, Please. we are your customers, so I'm not going to threaten us. But I'm it's not just grab- you. That, but other people come through here. It's not just yeah. you, fuckers. Look, all right. You know what? It's fair. I, I'm sorry. You did deserve that. It's just been a day. You know. I, yeah. All right. Bye. Enjoy your right. Well, Mr. Mr. Gunther, how how much did did this boy pay you to keep the secret? And how much would we have to pay you to? Well, the, the thing is, right. I'm happy to share this for not as much because the little fucker still owes me some gold that he has not paid me. So, I'm in a position where I think it's been long enough that I've been trying to chase him for this gold, and he has not given it to me. So, I am of the opinion that like absolutely fuck him. So, here's what here's what you need to know. If you have two gold on you, I will tell you everything. You need to know about this little shit. Uh, I, I just get that straight out for him. Yep, he takes the two gold and goes, look, to be honest, you could have probably hacked me down to one. Uh, here's the situation. <laughs> Victor. That's, it's more than reasonable. Reasonable man. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, Victor came to me. He was interested in books of magic, said he had been practicing magic of his own, but couldn't quite get it to work. He wanted to know if I knew where to get any tomes. I told him there was an old wizard tower not too far from the, the large manor that... Um, that our, our fair ruler resides in and I told him that I could probably procure some books from you. I sent a few men to go and get some only one of them returned but came back with some interesting uh, books that he had got from there the books had a lot of information on all sorts of stuff but most of it seemed to be on like teleportation magic like transporting magic I don't know much about magic I couldn't tell you much more about it but there was also a book that seemed to have like some pretty dark shit in it like I'm talking some weird fucking curses there was one person whose like whole head was a spider and like all of their hair had become like legs of a spider. That kept me up for nights. Like, you you don't look horrified enough. Like I, when you see this picture, you will shit yourself. It is terrifying. 
anyway, after my night terrors had subsided, I was able to look through some of the other parts of the book. I wasn't sure if I wanted to give this to him, yeah? So I spoke to him, told him that I had got, like, most of the books he was after, and then this extra book. And as soon as I mentioned this other book, he got very excited, told me it was uh, probably full of lots of, like, very powerful magic. And if I told no one about this, he would pay me extra gold. And if I gave him the book, he would pay me extra gold as well. Uh, especially not to tell his father. Okay. And that's everything. I gave him gave him the books. He said he'd give me all the money. He didn't. Little shit. Said he had more money to give me. I gave him three days to give me the extra money. It has now been like six weeks. Um, how much money was he paying for these books? Oh, so the, the, the two books that he actually wanted, like originally, that were on like transportation, teleportation magic, 10 gold yeah. each. They're quite expensive yep. books. Well, also because I, like, I lost some people who were like, going to get them. They died. Yep. Well, they're only worth like five gold each anyway. Well, I, I told him that they had families that I would have to support, but that was, I don't know who those guys were. I like first time <laughs> I met them. Yeah, we, we've also explored the going rate for, you know, people. Um. <laughs> well, that's, that, is, that is really quite a scary, scary thing that you I, just said to you're me. You're telling me. It was no, about me. Very, oh, very normal back to where you're from. <laughs> yeah, so after that, uh, when I told him about the other book, I told him it would cost him 30 gold pieces for the book and my silence. He paid me 20. So actually, on that, though, if we, if we yeah. were to find any books, if we went into any particular towers or find anything else interested, we sell it to you. Oh, yeah, but not for the amount I sold it to him. you got to understand, I, I, I talked up the price a bit to like make him pay, because I know his family's rich and all, so I thought he could afford it. Oh. But I'd probably buy them back and try and sell them on for a bit of a profit. Otherwise, if, if any of your spellcasters and you know how to use magic and things like that, maybe you could have use of it yourself. I mean, I, look, I don't give a shit. If you wanted to hold on to it, get your use out of it, then come back and try and sell it to me. I'll buy it off you and try and sell it for a profit. Otherwise, if you come across anyone else, you can try and sell it to them. Doesn't worry me. I, I, I'm not right. interested in the dark book, though, the, the book on, like, weed curses with the spider head. I'm, I'm kept up enough at night with all the horrors I have seen without having to open that book again or, like, even bother to think about it. What? What, what horrors? You going? Do you, you know, know what? what? Like? Your, your question's probably more relevant. We can we can go with your <laughs> <laughs> that um, teleportation book. Did you say that did get sold to him, or is that yeah. still? Yeah, yeah, I bought that. Yep, yeah, yeah, absolutely, okay. I bought that. Yeah, both both books. One book sort of focusing on like teleportation magic, and the other one that was focused on like do you, I, um, called it stuff like planar magic. Yeah, do you actually remember the names at all, uh, Gunther? Oh, the names, of the, yearbook. The names. I, uh, I might have them written down in my ledger, possibly. Do you want me to go have a look? Yes, please. Yeah, there's uh, five back. silver. Help, uh, re you know, recall your memory. Sure. Oh, head over five silver. This is why Mr. Gunnar calls you a nut. Jonah, hand over five silver. He goes, wait, uh, look. I'll, I'll walk a little bit quicker now. <laughs> Wanders back over to the uh, to the shop front and heads on inside. It doesn't take him long to step back out again, holding a, a large leather-bound tome. As he's flicking through, he goes, Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, the first one was uh, transportalating magic. Uh, and then there was like a series of symbols underneath I didn't recognize. Uh, I've written down my best guess of them here. And as he shows you the book, Jonor, <laughs> you can see he's done his best to draw arcane symbols. They're shit. <laughs> it does not tell you anything. Like, he's tried to draw probably some sort of symbol you think is maybe some sort of, like, ward that's on the book, but he's drawn an eye, like, 
a circle with a dot in the middle, and you know for a fact that the beginning of the arcane ward symbol, it's a very long, flowing, deliberate, like, spiral. But clearly he just gave up partway through and just did a circle and did a dot. Like, he, he gave it his best go, but clearly this man's a busy man. Uh, and the okay. other book was talking about the, the spheres of the astral space. That's what I've written here. What the fuck's that? Well, I don't know. That's why I wrote it down. Jodo, what, what, what is that? My gut feeling that can I um, do I recognize that or? Oh, Jono, I mean, you know that astral space is the realm that connects the plane that connects all other planes. That um, each, I mean, you you would know that Nostea, your home plane or your home planet, is a, a sphere. You, I mean, it's pretty easy to prove that with pretty basic science um, and understanding of how the world works. <laughs> the 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 plane is a sphere all around it is the oh, astral shoot. space this vast plane that connects all other planes of existence you can travel through the astral space physically there's stories of of crafts having been designed to travel through the astral space but planar magic and traveling directly through the different planes has been very hard on nostea for a very long time since the giants vanished and since their technology failed it's, it's basically um, took out all planar travel to and from Nostea for a very long time. Only rare instances where it was broken. The Feywild is one of the ones that was able to break through on occasion, um, mostly to deposit chaos onto Nostea, as the Fey often like to do. Um, but you know that, yeah, for, for a very long time, Nostea has been kind of locked out of planar travel. If you were able to get yeah. this book back to Nostea, I mean, this could be an entire career for you in the Unseen University of Oxenford. You, you, like, if you were able to crack planar travel or take credit for someone else cracking planar travel in a book and able to bring that back, I mean, you would be the Arch-Chancellor of the Unseen University in maybe two or three years. Like, th this, this would make you unbelievably rich and famous if you were able to get this knowledge back to Nostea because since the giants vanished it's it's been impossible the fact that you guys are here in this demiplane is already a bit bizarre like that shouldn't really be happening um yeah Grinna so spheres of astral space imagine spheres are like you know our planet and then astral space is how to get from planet to planet it's like you know the, the astral space is a road and spheres are cities and it's how you travel from one city to the other one is roughly what this book is about but that was a, the universe that was oh. a brilliant metaphor for grinded ones to stand <laughs> so, awesome. how, how does that turn people into cats oh that's the that's the other book we got one on yeah yeah sorry i'll um, turn people I'll into on cats my... hang on is that cat the person maybe well i think it's part of a person of which part of a person? Oh, this is going to haunt my dreams forever. I'm not going to wake up. I, I think you might think be about the spider. With you just a little bit. Don't think about the spider. I'm thinking about the spider. No, don't let's, think let's about, think about, about it. The more you tell don't. me not to think about it, the more I think about Oh, the legs. Oh, the way they curled around under the chin. Oh, one don't of them was up the nose. think about the hairy legs. <laughs> oh, they were literally hairy legs. Oh, made the hair. It's so bad. Oh, it was like a hat, was it? No, no, no. The person's whole face and head had been transformed into like a spider that was still attached by like the neck. It was horrifying. Right. Well, I feel like that would make life a bit tricky. Yeah. 
He's just nuts, looking a bit haunted. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Gonna gonna grab that cat and we'll um we'll we'll take it back home. Yeah, all right. Mm. Uh, gonna very gently picks up the cat. Uh, it's still it's still in the cage, Grinner, as you, as you pick up the crate. It's essentially just like a, a medium-sized crate, probably a meter long and about 50 centimeters high. Just pick up the crate. Cat's in there, sort of looks up at you, curls back up into the... Excuse me, curls back up into the cloth. Yeah, right, well, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. One <laughs> down. Eight to go. Well, seven to go, which is we already had the cat's head slowly starts to grow eight legs as pincers <laughs> emerge from inside. No, 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 none of that happens. <laughs> so Grinner just yeets the cage. As <laughs> That's going to be Gunther's dream tonight. As the cat slowly transforms into a spider head and then a human hand like crawls out and begins like grabbing at his face. That's Gunther's nightmare tonight. Yeah, and yours too now. You're welcome. Um, Thanks, Owen. No worries, guys. Sharon, well, enjoy. Sir. Well, is there anything else you guys need from me? Anything else no, you want? No, this is all. This is all good. So I, I head back outside. I sure. If you're going to go talk to Victor, you can tell him he still owes me money. Can I? Right. We will try to to. We'll inform him of this. Yes. <clears throat> can I ask for one last favor, please, as we yeah. leave? Can you call us a bunch of fucking wankers? You're all a leave? bunch of fucking wankers. Yay! <laughs> Why? What does it want? just sounds funny when he says it. He's got a funny. I don't want to look. It's just funny. He sounds funny. He talks different to us. Oh, he sounds yeah. funny. Usher, Usher, Usher. Is that not okay? Is that not a Let's thing? Let's walk. Let's start walking. Um, so it's called an accent, you you fucking wanker. <laughs> now that we have learned all this, uh, what do we think I is the best funny. move? Do we um, do we investigate this on further? Try and get these books, or just I don't know. Just, yeah, I'm down for that. But I mean, do we should probably have a chat with him first, though, right? Like, find out <laughs> what's going on. Well, I think we should also talk to the sun. Start there. All right. Yeah, I think let's chat to the sun. I think that it sounds like a very interesting conversation. Uh, yeah, perhaps he will know something about his father we could use to discredit or murder him with. So we've well, all decided, right, that we're not gonna kill the sad we're not gonna hit him well i mean it depends on how much of a douche he ends up being i'm sorry um we're not gonna kill anyone if we don't have to remember well i mean on a scale remember. of zero to raspip if he's a raspip level of douche he may have to die we That's didn't right. kill raspip immediately well <laughs> no, we, we tried we, we could have <laughs> we, we, we will one day one day we will kill the raspip i don't feel comfortable with this I thought we were just gonna like try and help people and do some stuff, and now we're just like casually talking about, hey, we're gonna kill that person. We well, sure, murdered an old woman and her like half her family. Yeah. No, but she she attacked us first. That was no, she really did not. Well, she, I don't what. It's true. <laughs> she really she did not attack us first. Well, I don't remember. I was a bit scared at the time. I'm not sure if you remember. It's also, it's important to note, right, that this, this bloke that we are thinking about maybe topping, right, he's he's not a good bloke, right? Like, he just kind of... But shouldn't... He makes people smile, some... he puts you in jail, he got the Hitler to throw rubbish at you. Should... Okay, there's... Let's move on. <laughs> Shouldn't there be some sort of system where 
everyone gets to sort of decide what should happen. Yeah, we're doing that right now. Mate, but we're like new here. Aren't there people who live here who should have some say? Some, I don't know. What's the word for like people who are like the same in the area of you? Peers. Well, shouldn't there be some peers that help decide this? We're not from here. We're not peers. Well, the the priest himself, the nicest man in the town, said the the Baron Vargas Velakovich was a total d-bag. That's right. He he practically declared us to be judge, Judy, and executioner. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) I just I just think that we're on a slippery slope here. I. You know, we were making jokes about killing people earlier, and now Look, um, now we're actually going to be doing it. I, I want to throw my uh, two cents in. I uh, stand behind Sifter. So, unfortunately, the, the, the Walker Manor incident was most regrettable. That sort of look off. <laughs> Sounds like you're reading like a, a script, like a hostage script. The Walker incident, like you're a politician called to account for their actions. The Walker incident was most, uh, most regrettable. We uh, we stared with the families at this time. I did not have sexual relations yes. with that woman. <laughs> oh, my God. At least that's a If only there was something we could do to stop this, but uh, there's not. Nothing we could have done. Right now, best. So, um, but no, no I uh, throw my support behind. See if I agree with what she's saying. Just uh, unfortunate of the uh, past circumstances. Yeah, look, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I do think it's important that we don't go around just killing people willy-nilly but given this bloke's track record right like you know get rid of the fucking idiot but we we can who's gonna replace him well that's not my problem literally we're talking about that in the church weren't we (laughs) we have Izzy he will take over and he's a nice boy who's that (laughs) he's a good boy is Mark it's Mark, he's a good boy. The really quiet guy who was like pretty good at stabbing the oven in the in the bakery. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. can we not bring up the oven? That is also too soon. <laughs> Some of us still are mortally wounded from that thing. If we could get well, through a fight without Tithler getting either physically or mentally scarred, that'd be great. <laughs> Actually, it's that, become man. a trend at the moment, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. It's not good. <laughs> We've had some really bad physical and mental breakdowns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go find this kid. Let's go find the victor. The victor. Yes, let's, right. let's. No, 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 no. It's. Uh, let's. Let's go make. Let's go meet Victor without. Um, assuming he'll become a victim, right off the bat. All right. I'll agree to that. Okay. I think I think we should preface this. We only kill when necessary. So yeah. my question is, how are you guys going to locate Victor? Are you We're heading just gonna to? We're going to go to Victor. Just going to go to the manor. Yeah. Yep. So he's no, in the manor. He's. Oh. <laughs> what was that? Sorry, Jacob. Just straight to Victor. Okay. Wherever where, he is. So where where do you go? Well, you know where he is, so... You yeah, just... Oh, but that's yeah, not necessary. I'll... That's irrelevant. I would like to cast Find Victor. Oh, okay, so yeah. Um... No, the, the spell is Find Victim. Uh, victim. Ah, <laughs> no. Use the Ring of Grammaria, though. You could change it to Find Victor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, favourite magic item. Um, I mean, yeah. I... Do you want to ask Gunther? 
Is Mr. Gunsaw, where does the, the Baron and the Victor live? Oh, it's, you're really like right close to it. It's just a little bit down the way from where you are. Uh, if you just keep going down uh, a little bit, so, so up up the main street, take a left, and then another left, you'll be there in no time. If you perhaps does, um, have a large map of the, the town, um, would you make a small pinging symbol on <laughs> the location? Yeah, of course. Uh, if, if you if you were to head down the main street at the Blue Water Inn, and then as you get to the Blue Water Inn, take your next left down a small side street, uh, it opens up into a larger place. You'll know where you are straight away. It's, hard, so, hard um, it's, it's on the other side of the street of Blinsky's Toys. Uh, honestly, Gunsa, I'm, I'm sorry we threatened you. You honestly seem like possibly the most reasonable person in this crazy town. I'm, I'm sorry we threatened you, and I'm sorry we were affiliated with the craft norm. Oh. Uh, uh, apology, absolutely accepted. Uh, just don't spread it around that I'm reasonable. I uh, I have a bit of a reputation around here that uh, if you want things from me, you're going to have to have lots of gold. I like that uh, unreasonable expectation. Makes people come with lots of gold for things that I want. I don't have to work as hard to haggle. I will I will keep that the reputation in mind. Thank you. Um, out of game, everyone. Yep. Don't we have a bunch <clears throat> yeah. of stuff that we actually need to sell? Yeah, I have. Um, yeah. I have two rings worth twenty-five GP. A black eye patch worth 80 GP <laughs> and a topaz necklace worth 25 GP. Yeah, and if you just, just trade like that also, for gold, just just take them off. We'll pay that amount for them. Yep. Because we've also got the goblets, yep. the big ruby 20 GP cups. That's what I wrote. Real yeah. quick, benefit of being Tithla doesn't pick it up. That's all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Gunther, like the, the prices you've got there is the value that like merchants will pay for them. Gunther will absolutely give you the gold oh. equivalent. For those items, so you can you can take them out and nice. then just add the gold. Um, yeah. Gunther, Gunther will just go, yeah, I, I, I will take that. That is nice. All oh, that eye patch is kind of good. Does it look good on me? He puts it on. Do I look, do oh, I look like more, I'm more threatening. Oh, looks uh, looks great. I think it has a flower on it, so not really. Don't tell him. No, Don't no. say nothing. I'll take it off. I'll try and sell it then. You <laughs> eighty gold pieces for this. That's 100%. That seems very reasonable. In I'm fact, looking over exactly like these gems. I'm thinking what I'll do is I'll pick these gems off and sell them separately. I'm not going to sell it. I have, a, um, I have an ornate um, light crossbow from the manor that we first went into. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did he so give you a price says... for that at the time? Or did I give you a price for that at the time? <laughs> well, it says 25... I think... It says like 25 GP in... The D and D Beyond, but I think that's just for like a regular light. Just crossbow. a normal crossbow for an eight one. Um, Gunther looks over and goes, "Oh, this is quite a nice piece." I, I, I mean, if you didn't want to keep this, I would pay you thirty gold pieces for this. It's that's a very uh, nice that's... piece. The string is very, very nice. You sure you don't want to keep this? No, no, I'll take that. That's all oh, good. Great I've deal. got his thirty gold yeah. pieces. He sees like because I got like the pistol strapped, but I've also still yeah. got edge the heavy crossbow strapped to my back as well, just in case yeah. I ever need it. Well, also, it's a kind of good distraction because people are going to notice the big heavy crossbow and maybe not notice the pistol or the fire hand until you yeah. suddenly whip it out. Well, so the crossbow that's... is also good as more of a stealth sort of Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fire... <laughs> fire hand, not so stealthy. I'm pretty sure it's like a loud <laughs> boom that can be heard up to like 200 feet away from it's it. It's just so satisfying. It is satisfying. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lovely loud... crossbow. I'd pay oh. I'd to 30 gold pieces for that, sure. Perfect. This is great. I, I like. We've almost like completely like wiped the ledger for all the, the gold that I've that you've given me. You've not given me items. I've given you the gold back. It's like we're like net 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 neutral. I've got stuff I can like upsell for lots of money, and you've got uh, you've got your gold back. 
Wonderful. Um, like a perfect, right, so perfect working relationship. If you find any other things that you can, like acquire and you like, do actually, I should ask: Do any of these like do I need to be careful with who I sell these things to, or are these all from from places and people who won't notice if I like sell them? No, these are all pretty good. Sweet. <laughs> that makes it so much easier. <laughs> if you ever do find things that are not so sweet to like pass on, <laughs> just let me know. I'll I'll get rid of them discreetly. Um, can I uh, just retcon really briefly and say that instead of watching these guys sell things, I've taken the cat back to the manor so that we don't have to carry a cat around? Sure, yeah, that's, that's brilliant. As you, as you get back, you pass another guard like trying to climb under a house, underneath the uh, the edge of a house. I'm just, I'm just going to give him the cat in the cage so that way they've got a cage now too. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh. This is this is great. I could put so many cats in here. Hey, uh, look, I, I'm gonna be honest. Is this one of the cats? As he like looks under the house. Uh, it push, 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 push. <laughs> the cat moves further away. It does look like it could be one of the cats, Grinner. Yeah, that's one of them, mate. You're gonna have to go for a crawl. Fuck. <laughs> he like takes his helmet off. Can you watch this stuff for a moment while I get underneath the? Yeah. What, what's he left behind? Uh, a helmet, a helmet, and a breastplate, which he takes off. Well, does the breastplate have any insignia or anything on it? Yeah, it's got the uh, the insignia of the Wachter House. <laughs> this this uh, large insignia made out of a uh, a very tall, uh, almost what looks like a manor on a on a shield, um, with this very like dark overhanging tree behind. As he crawls under and starts chasing the cat, I'm just going to casually ask. Did you pay for this, or did they come and give that to you as part of the guard outfit? Oh, it's, it's taken out of my wages for the first few weeks. I got a little bit less, but now I've paid it off. It's it's mine now. Oh, well, fuck that. I feel bad. All right. <laughs> like, why, do you feel, why do you feel bad? Just to see his legs emerging. You <laughs> <laughs> <It> is... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, fuck! And as he comes back out, he's trying to hold this cat. You can see there's these like dark, red, bloody scratches down both his arms as the cat's like spinning away, trying to get away. And he like slams it into the cage and closes it and looks up at you. You can see this one dark claw mark down that's slowly pulling his bloody. He goes, I hate cats. I you're really hate to, cats. You're gonna have to get that checked out too, mate. Uh, uh, there's My hands. people that I know that have died. Oh, this stinks. Oh. Yeah. All right, fuck off. We're done here. <laughs> uh, okay, bye. <laughs> you start walking back to the rest of the group. Uh, you get back as they finish up with Gunther. Perfect timing. Um, so how much money do we make overall from the Wachter? Because some of that was your personal stuff. So, oh, not so much personal. It was loot we found in the dust manor. Okay. So do you want to? Oh. So we're just putting it all in one total, just divvying it up. I got the 155 that I. I mean, I, I put it in mine. And I'll just buy people stuff as they need it but if you want if you want to divvy it up evenly i'm happy to do that too oh i'm not too fast we can keep it in the bag then i guess for whatever it's worth Thithler doesn't even look to ask for any of it <laughs> while oh, while like these guys are getting sold. through stuff and pulling it out and pulling it out gunther will like put the eye patch on your teeth and go that actually looks quite fetching on you <laughs> uh, you can't well, keep it i'm I going mean, to sell this now for loads no of that's gold, okay but... that's okay that's okay but i am quite fetching so that makes sense once I've pulled all the gemstones out, do you want the eye patch back? Um, okay. I I mean, you can just trust me. 
No, no, I want the gemstones, but you can keep the eye patch. I'm just going to give me a minute. And he goes in, gets a knife, cuts off half the eye patch, like the top half to get all the gemstones out, and then hands you like a scrappy eye patch. Here you go. You can have this. Oh my god, this is the greatest gift I've had all day! All day. I would believe that all day. I thought you would, I thought that sentence was going elsewhere and I was very worried about your parents and who actually <laughs> he like looks around and sort of pauses for a second and goes, I'm not going to even touch that. We not are not responsible guardians. Thank you so much. This, oh, my pleasure. It, it's been, it's been a tough day. Yeah, no worries. That'll be three silver pieces. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> I could just finish no, what I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> I'll um, I just really appreciate it. It's not every day that you have someone who's willing to give you something that can partially obscure your vision just from the goodness of their heart. It just means a lot. Can like, I crouch down in front of Tithla and just shift the eye patch over her mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really can't. <laughs> 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 Oh, that got me. Because <laughs> I'm like picturing it very vividly in my mind. <laughs> that's good. That's good. They're just sort of like, no, it's like, that's, that's, that's better. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that works well. Oh, uh, it's a multi purpose eye patch. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't give this to you. I could like sell it for like multifunction. <laughs> oh, 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 she takes it off. Okay, you can, you can have no, it. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Keep it. No, no, no. It's a present. I can't take it. I should have known a gift this nice was too good to I'd receive. have to be a total wanker to take back a present. Exactly. I'm not a total wanker. I'm not taking okay, it back. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's been it. a pleasure doing business with you. If you ever come across goods that you need to get rid of, either legitimately or illegitimately, remember to come to Gunta RSX Dockyard. I'll get rid of all things that you need cleared. Gold. Thank you. On, on oh. delivery. Actually, do you think you might be able to have a look at this? And she pulls out the jade brooch that Damo gave her. Oh, it's a really nice piece. Uh, it looks to be looks to be from here. Uh, looks to be rather old. Uh, it's been around for a while. I'm just looking at the insignias on it. He's going to roll an investigation check. Oh. Yeah, this is a really nice piece. I could probably offer you uh, a bit of gold for this, if you're willing to part with it. Oh, I, I was sort of just wondering some information. I didn't, I don't want to sell it. It came from, it came from somebody I knew. Okay. Uh, well, it, it's, it's very old. Uh, if you look at the back here, uh, it looks like there was once like a marking here, the, the person who created it, but it's, it's, it's worn away. The jade itself is quite nice. Uh, it, it looks like it's probably from maybe south, maybe towards the south of here. I'd say South there's an old here. there's an old mine where they used to mine gemstones and things like that. And Jade was often mined there, but not for a very very long time. Uh, but it looks like it's been here for a while. It, this this has been around a while. This is, this is very old. Okay. Probably probably belonged to a family. Did you get it from a family? Is this from oh, the workers? No 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 no. I got this. Now this is gonna sound like a lie, but it's not. I got okay. it from a stranger on the road. Yeah, that, that, I mean, I, I don't need to know who you pickpocketed or who you took it from. I don't care. No, don't he care. gave it to me. I promise. <laughs> oh, look, I often find that when people leave things in pockets unguarded, it's the same as them just asking for you to take it. Okay. Good thought. We were making some good strides here. <laughs> look, Does it if, mean if you, anything? Uh, I mean, I'd be very surprised if this wasn't a treasure than the heirloom. Like, given how old it is, it has been looked after very well. I, I mean, this would probably be worth about 100 gold pieces. Easily. Okay. Especially to the right bio. 
Okay. Um, thank you very much. Um, I guess I guess I'll keep it safe. No problem. If you uh, if you ever do change your mind, want to sell it on, do I, I would be interested in buying it definitely. Do you traffic in these sort of things much? I traffic in anything that can be bought and sold for money. I really have like. You... Oh, there you go. Have you sold or bought many of these sort of things recently? Or ah, before? no, no, no. Not recently at all. It's been a while since I've seen a piece this nice. Most most pieces like this that belong to families are kept in families for a reason. They're very like precious items. Uh, maybe uh, every so often when a family or a house gets destroyed by undead or by the, the uh, baron, sometimes he gets a bit crazy and the people aren't smiling enough. He goes and takes them all prisoner and sells all their stuff. Sometimes there's some stuff that comes through that is pretty good. Uh, it looks somewhat similar to some stuff that came out of uh, the village of Barovia maybe about... Uh, five, six years ago. Okay. And there's no... You can't tell what family it was beyond that it came from here? No, it's normally... Normally they're, like, marked with a family crest if there's something of, like, importance to the family, but I can't see any family crest here. Okay. I think well, after this much... Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry. No, go. After this much discussion, I think a journal would take an interest in that object and is going to identify that at some point in time later. Well, if you're take if you come over and show interest, this will say, "Oh, did you want to have a look?" Yeah, I'll, I'll grab a look at this and tell you what, what it is uh, a little bit later when we get it some downtime. Oh, okay. Let's oh, go talk oh, to Victor. Yeah, just well, I've got one last question for Gugfa though before we disappear, mate. If oh, you you know most of the people in this town, right? You'd I know I know everybody in this town. Yeah. So if you had all the people in the town get together into a yeah. big group and you're, you're talking about the there. mob yeah well no not a mob just a group of people they're not cranky they might be sure? cranky. most people in this place are very cranky all the time if they ever gather it's because they're a mob or because they're being forced to to smile at one of these insane stupid fucking like fates that the, the mayor puts on yeah, so on that note, if, if the mayor happened to be standing in the middle of this group and no one yeah. was there to protect him what would happen yeah. to him Oh, it depends. I, it's very rare that there's no one there to protect him. Strictly speaking, hypothetical. If he was in the middle of a group of people and he was not protected by his guards and he was telling people to smile or he would put them in jail, I don't think he'd be around much longer. I think I think something mysterious would happen in the crowd and then as these guards came to find him, oh, where would he be? He'd be gone. Strange. Alright, that's good to know. I can tell period. you right now that if something were to happen to him in amongst the crowd and there were not his guards there, no one would have seen anything. If you get my drift. No, that's alright. <laughs> no no one would be there to make any like statements to the guards or like dob on anyone else. There'd be no witnesses, if you know what I mean. But, but what about all the people that are there though? Well, that's oh, they would they would not have seen anything interesting, I promise. None of them would have seen they would have all been looking at something else right at the moment. So would would something there have been happened. like a play on or something that they were all looking at? They are probably. They would all be have been distracted by something right at the same time. Yeah. And he gives you another yeah. wink. All, all <laughs> them guards, right? Who? Yeah. Why? Why do they help him? Uh, he, some of them he pays a lot. Some of them have been in the family for a long time. Some of them are scared of him. Others go along with it because he's the only authority that they see, and they don't want to work for the walkers because the well, this may not be a problem anymore. This might not be right. a good thing, actually. The walkers kind of kept him in check a little bit. Might not be great that they're gone now. So what um, is a little bit of mob justice would not go astray. 
I, I would have no opinion on such a thing for any, like, reports that would be made to anyone who could get back to the Baron. I would have no opinion on that, just in case it were right. to get somewhere. All right. But he's not That's good for business. Idea, he taxes me too much. <laughs> if, if he were to go and his taxes no longer be applied to my work, I would not be sad. That would be more right. money for me. All right, so we'll let him know that you're complaining about the taxes. I'd really prefer you did not, because I'm if joking, I'm, I'm joking, I won't. He'll jail it, me. So. He'll jail me if he yeah. finds out I'm complaining. No, it's fine. Um, we'll, we'll go kill him for you. I've, um, I've got some <laughs> no. new feeding techniques. I could help give you some food. I've, I've been. I need to practice some new ways. So if you were in the stocks, I could try and help. Uh, I'm hoping to avoid the stocks. If that's okay. I'd rather not okay. get in the stocks. Not, no one has fun in the stocks. It's not fun. No. I've seen like family members throw shit at each other in the stocks. Very close that? friends, perhaps, also. Yeah, oh, that, no, yeah. absolutely. Especially when sure the Baron that, is around. I'm sure all those family members, you know, feel really bad and have learnt the error of their ways. You'd want to fucking them. hope so, would you? I would <laughs> personally want to think so. No, it's, it's a... The, bar the balance created the place, a, a mood here that is very, very bad for people who, like, join together. Like, everyone is, is like, will, will tell on each other people. They are told to, like, look out for each other. There's this whole, like, uh, feeling of fear, you know? Like, everyone around here is scared of being caught not being happy when the Baron's around. And so, like, they're encouraged to spy on their neighbors and report people not being happy. And they sort of turned people against each other. So, what, what you're saying is he's he's a bit of a, a bad run. He... he is, is oh, I see what wine? you did there. He's a, <laughs> a bad red. He's, yeah, a, he's a bit of a wanker, yeah. yeah. He's a baron, but a bad. He's a bad baron, is what your ah, friend is trying to he's say. He's a bad, yeah. He's a, <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm clever. All right. <laughs> 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 well, it was a pretty good pun, I have to say. It's a, the, 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 the dad pun. You don't. You don't have to. I chose to. That was a pretty good okay. pun. I chose to say. Good to know. Good to know. Hey, but, can we leave now? Yes, come, please. <laughs> let, let us get out of here. Okay, yeah, I've, got, I've got to do a stock take. Um, if you don't get you those books, You said there were other customers here. I said there might be other customers them. here. I just didn't want any of those other customers to be scared off by the scary man with the big cigarette. Like, looking at oh, people okay. with his throat all cut the, up. And... By the way, you look at the cigarette and it's a dog end again. <laughs> how, how did you smoke that so quick? I did nothing. Any, any cigarette within Grinner's vicinity immediately becomes a dog end, but then stays that way kind of indefinitely. They're, they're infinite, but always dog end. Yeah, he's like, um, he's like Nobby from the Discworld series. Like any, any cigarette immediately becomes a dog end, but then stays that way forever. <laughs> you never know how long they are, how long they last. But good luck. You're going to be visiting the Baron or talking to his son. You'll have to go to his house. And, uh, people go through there all the time. Is, is that where Victor will be right now? Oh, probably. The way he spends okay. most of his time. He doesn't go outside very much. And if we knock on the door, what would happen? Uh, depends. If you were there to see Victor specifically. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Hypothetically. Not, not many people go there to see Victor. I don't think anyone would go there to see Victor. <laughs> maybe they would I let you in just you. as a novelty. <laughs> maybe maybe just one of us should go and talk <laughs> to Victor. So it doesn't seem like there's five random people going to talk to the son of the... Of the well, the, the ones who are uh, out of all of us uh, who here, you know, sort of... I think I'd have something in common with them. Yeah, there <laughs> oh. we go. I was, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> Tiffler, um, yeah, by all means, um, you know, a thing or two, but um, 
journal You're right. loves his books. You're right. I don't like do, books. Do you no, no. think do you think that the uh the, the main man in charge would be happy or unhappy about the state of the Wachta household right now. Oh, he'd be very happy to find out if something bad had happened to the Wachtas. I tell you that right. so, he would be so ecstatic. If we, we happen to have a hand in that, we, we might go, get paid. Yeah, we go talk to him, say we took care yeah. of him for him because he seems like such a good baron. That's have a right. chat with him, get a reward. Meanwhile, Jodor has a chat with the victim. The dudes, the dudes is crazy. The dudes is crazy as a bat in daytime. Like he could be very happy with you, or he could like just turn on you and say, like blame you for it. Because probably if something has happened to the workers, people will think it was him. And so if he can scapegoat somebody else, he could very easily just turn on that oh. person. And there's no yeah. guarantee that. Like seriously, this dude is he's just insane. He's very very cracked. Okay, probably about the deal. I like the the less you can interact with the Baron <laughs> with the Baron Vargas, the better it will be. Maybe we'll have more idea after Jonah talks to Vic. When, whenever that would be, perhaps. Perhaps one session we will we will get to there, but... I don't know. <laughs> they both seem pretty I think we need why, to... Why, why, do you divide, why do you divide your day into sessions? That's a weird way to like, refer to it. Well, how else would you... It's like activities. You know, you have one session of this, one session of that. Like, we've had a session of cat herding. Why are you herding cats? That seems like a, a, a self-defeating exercise. Well, you we think know? it might be a person. It'll cost money. Oh, shit. You it's already mentioned person. that you think they're parts of a person. Like, it's not much for me to assume that if the if one cat is part of a person, then well, more I'm cats sorry, will be I the other Well, I'm sorry, I don't remember parts. everything that we say to you, okay, Gunther? I think, uh... I think Gunther is, um... Had enough of that time, I guess. Yeah, can uh, we go? <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is just say you're leaving. <laughs> All right, we're leaving. Right. So right. As you guys were, we came back. Actually, just, he came, one last thing I'd like to talk to Gunther about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you had one more thing you wanted to say. <laughs> no, it's uh, as okay. you as the, as you begin that. heading back out and head down the main road towards the Vargas household, uh, is there anything anything I should know, or are you just going to head to the Vargas households and? I've actually basically... got something I want to show Gunther if yeah. we could just swing back. Sure. No, yeah. shut up. <laughs> sure. no, it's done. I, I quite enjoy doing Gunther's voice. It doesn't hurt my throat. It's an easy one for me to do. And I've got an easy like reference material to pull it up whenever I need. So I'm happy to jump What's into Gunther's voice. Material? That's crazy. Ah, yeah. Um, for Formula One fans, uh, it's Gunther Steiner from uh, the Haas F1 team. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no, it's, it's an easy one for me to do. So I'm more than happy to jump into Gunther's voice whenever you want. There's other voices that are not so easy that I will... Uh, be less keen on jumping into. Which ones are they? Let's go. Which ones do I not like? Um, actually, I don't know if there's any in this one. It's mostly. Okay. Uh, I think it's mostly Return of the Giants. That's been uh, there's been one that's particularly hard on my vocal cords. Uh, I I went straight to Victor. Straight to the victim. Wait, what? <laughs> you can't keep saying that. <laughs> one minute. Will. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe I should call this session Victim Victor. Maybe that's the next one. Mm. This one was family herding cats. Herding yeah. Cats, yeah. This is no Should we check on how the cats are going first? Nowhere. I feel like it's been an hour. <laughs> We've got absolutely nowhere. No, maybe we'll leave the cats. <laughs> <laughs> In an hour and 45 minutes, and we've walked down a street, gotten <laughs> into the cage, 
<laughs> to be fair, though, you've learnt a lot about we, what's going on. Have. And you've got yes. a really solid plan, which is not what you had for the, the last 20 sessions. So <laughs> it's nice to see <laughs> some solid planning going on. Right. I mean, it'll get thrown out the window the second you arrive and Tithel runs true. up and goes, oh, Victor, I'm your new bride. I've come to marry you, Victor. <laughs> Let no, me in the manor. up and says, Victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, instead oh of buying God. the... Buying the children, how about we sell Tithler to the to hey. the what? Wait, what? To Wait, the what? Wait, what? <laughs> that's on you guys. I'm not. I'm not part of this conversation. Don't look at me. Journal. Um, Any input? These <laughs> <laughs> days. We were uh, on a break. That's our equivalent is Jenna saying, <laughs> it was a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> As you arrive at the front of the Valaki household. I will describe the matter. Um, it is a large three-story building. The mansion has walls of plastered stone that display many areas of almost what looks like scarring or damage where the plaster has fallen away, probably from a combination of age and partial neglect. The large windows that are set into the walls are covered by these thick velvety drapes of a dark blue or purple. Uh, there's also a large arched opening above the mansion's double entrance doors, this very ornately carved wooden double door with a large archway above it. The curtains above the large archway are open just a sliver, revealing a large vaulted ceiling inside and a staircase heading up towards what looks to be attic rooms. In fact, as you look up towards the roof, you can see a few windows set into the roof itself, almost inset on an angle, but again, heavily covered with curtains. Looking at the front of the manor, there is a very small garden, only probably about sort of like 10, 12 meters long and about five meters wide. And the front entrance is filled with a number of people coming and going from the front of the manor, closely watched by a set of six guards, two on the main thoroughfare, two on the corners of the building and two set up right at the front door. It looks like the construction of a giant wicker sun is currently taking place. A number of villagers and staff from the manor are emerging out the front of the double doors to assemble this massive wicker arch. And well, probably what will, we, what will be a ring upon completion, but a massive wicker arch filled with wood, twigs and branches being assembled to form this enormous, probably 20 meter diameter wreath. Um, and you can see people coming and going, often with uh, large yellow and red streamers that they're tying around to help keep all of the twigs and sticks together. Uh, and people coming from the main gates as well from towards the north. Overseeing all of this is a familiar figure. All of you have seen uh, Vargas before. A rather uh, gaunt looking man, roughly sort of I'd say like five foot seven five foot eight dressed in long flowing red robes his long hair that is receding leaving this very massive forehead tied back in this loose bun as he looks over with this insane smile plastered across his face and occasionally reminding people smiles go for miles as he looks around at people who aren't smiling while they work Two of the guards next to him have a rictus grin plastered on their face as well, almost as if their face has frozen in place, this large pain smile. Every time the Baron turns around and sees them, it seems to 
imbue him with strength and power. Yeah, that's a good one, Hans. That's about right. <laughs> it, it seems to imbue him with strength and power as he does another beaming smile. Goes, ah, wonderful. So much cheer. It almost warms my heart to see some people glad. <laughs> as you approach down the road, um, not being too discreet, but not sort of standing out too much, as there are many people coming and going, um, the Baron doesn't seem to react to your presence or even really notice you. His attention fixed on the wreath as he calls out to the group, Please hurry! The festival will be starting soon and we need to make sure all the wreaths are ready! I want to be able to have a big blazing sun over the town for when we have our festival. Remember, Chia drives away fear! As he calls out and there's this echoing cry, Cheer drives away fear from people around as they continue working. Just before we would have gotten within, like, you know, proper looking distance of these guys, given we're sending Jonor alone to go talk to the victim, I'd like to (laughs) go go roach form and just, like, pop into, like, like on his shoulder or in in his pocket so I can, in case anything goes pear shaped, he's got another another guy on, on, on hand. Yeah, I, it's Roach. interesting you always keep going for cockroach, but sure. Roach, roach. Roach, roach. <laughs> As you turn into a roach and climb onto Jonor's shoulder, like burrowing away into his yeah, uh, his in hood. His Actually, Jonor, you've got a very, you've got oh, a large blue scarf. Flesh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tickles a little, a little bit. Little, little lapel, lapel roach. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, your artwork, actually, you've got a really, like, big layered scarf. It's very easy yeah. for... Um, Theodore to secrete himself into the folds of your scarf but still sort of have your head poking out enough that you can kind of see a little bit of what's going on around you Theodore. You conceal many roaches for all, all they know. Oh yeah you could conceal I mean if you were to do insect swarm they could emerge from your scarf and no one would know you cast a spell <laughs> just be that is oh yeah so gross. that's the roach dude scarf. who keeps roaches in his scarf, roach scarf. <laughs> it's like pocket, pocket sand roach. it's the next level yeah. of pocket yeah. sand pocket roach. <laughs> yeah yeah brilliant uh, fantastic alrighty what would you guys like to do uh, Look, I do want to say there's another option here. Um, if the manor does, uh, sorry, if the leader does end up finding himself amongst the crowd, if I were to suggest he did something, I can make him possibly do things that we could do, what we want him to do. That's also another way we could approach the situation. What do you mean? I have the ability to sometimes suggest things to people and make them do certain tasks that, you know, are reasonable. It's nothing that would hurt themselves. But if I told him to walk into the crowd and start telling people smiles on dials and pushing them, you know, we can just let it sort itself out as an option. But just get the, the mod to take care of him. But I mean, we'd also have to have him order away all of his guards because I assume if you just say was to say, give him a suggestion to go out into the main square and start pushing people and smiling, that the guards would probably follow. Well, can you can you make yourself look like him? What if the guards think they're following him but they're not? Uh, I, I don't. I can't really do that. I'm afraid. I'm just. Oh. I mostly look like me most of the time. <laughs> Occasionally, more in for you. <laughs> <laughs> look. I figured I'd throw it out there. Yeah, no, it's a good idea, but um, I think so too. We just got to distract those guards somehow. Yeah, or kill them all. 
Maybe if we just go up and tell him we saw the guards not smiling? Oh, that could work. I like that idea. I think that's a, I like that idea a lot. Then he'll Actually. send them away. We pretend to be new guards. <laughs> well, Grinder pretends to be new guard. That worked very well the last time he tried that. Yeah, well, different people this time. I learnt a lot. Then we could suggest he goes out in there and test Gunther's suggestions as the crowd would, um, at least not look. Well, okay, maybe we talk to Victor first, see if we need I think to. So, yeah. But we still don't know if we want to kill this man. Well, I'm pretty certain. Well, I mean, like, we don't have to. We don't have to. We've already started here. calling him victim. Like, it's only, it's only natural that we just follow through <laughs> at this stage. Well, no, the victim's not even the one we're trying to kill, is it? No, I just but... killed them all, just to be safe. Killed all of the watchers. Why don't we just sort of finish the job with the Velakovich? Velakovich. Imagine that's another one. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, like, we don't have to jump straight to killing the poor man, but, um... Let's uh, see where we, we go. Man, I think poor man's a bit generous. Well, like that, that is generous. Uh, I take that back, at least, but maybe... It's not murdering just yet. I'm saying this like obviously stage whispers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. I I know you're not just having this conversation like openly in front of the Baron. <laughs> murder me? Say. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Although that's pretty funny now. Back. <laughs> you just yeah, having this conversation back far enough like down a small side alley is Theodore's able to turn into a roach without people turning around going. Say <laughs> see ya. Yeah. So, as far as getting. Uh, Jonor in there to have a chat with the victim. Do we are we gonna need to like just say know, we, we are his close friends from? Well, I don't book, think that's book, gonna work. But, but what going? the fact that Jonor knows a lot of shit and has his own books and stuff. What if what if Jonor is I don't know like a, a traveling salesman of magic book shit. And it could it could be something along those lines, like or even like a tutor or something to help the yeah. the, the, uh, the young one with yeah, something like that. Arts. Something where Jonor heard about this young bloke who who just likes to read his books and turn people into cats, and he's just here to teach him more shit. Allegedly, turn them into cats. I don't I don't know what that word is. <laughs> or, we could, or, or we could go him selling the books and stuff. That's, um, that could also be another one. Like, like yeah. you said. Yeah, you, you'd be alright to sell him your uh, spell book, would you, Jodor? I Jono, don't think Jono, so. Jono, you don't <laughs> need to sell it to him. You just need to chat with him. Look, we maybe, maybe I could uh, check what spells he's got and there's a bit of a mutual transfer transfer of information could, could be helpful. I think I could uh, tow that line pretty well. Yeah. All right. Well, let's yeah. let's run with that then. Let's go. How the fuck are we get it in there though, right? Because there's an old smiling bloke out front. That's the Baron. Yeah, I know that. We don't want to chat him. That's the problem. We got to get past him into his own house without him letting. Yeah. What the fuck we do it? I don't think we're going to be able to go in there. Um... Like we could try the stealth approach. I think we're just going to have to sort of approach as visitors, I guess. Well. I could, yeah, yeah. All right. So we either go up there as visitors, or I'll go up there with a big old frown on my face and then run off. He won't <laughs> like that. Oh no, that's my point. <laughs> Maybe I'll run off. I mean, do you really want to end up in the socks again? Well, look, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we will not throw fruit at you this time? Yeah. Well, well that's... no one else did other than um, sort of trail off. I mean, <laughs> technically no one threw fruit last time either. It was... It was like a cooked egg. <laughs> like scraps from breakfast, wasn't it? We had it all moved on, okay? We don't need to keep... I'm sorry. We're sorry. Look, I think if Jonah or buying children chat yeah. still sticks yeah. around, yeah, you, you throwing food at Grin is going to stick around for at least... And what, I'm what sorry. Is this? Like, yeah, forgiven but never forgotten. Oh, are you forgiving me? Well, oh, we're uh, good then. We're good. <laughs> right, that's how we get past old smiley pets over there. Maybe we just smile and walk past them. Or... Just well, straight into his fucking house. I don't... Yeah, we're here to <laughs> install the smiles. Yeah, I'm sorry, maybe, like, maybe we maybe we've got some work we need to uh, do for the reefs. Yeah, all right. Yeah, look, there's be quite a lot of people going in and out. Let's just give it like I feel like if we just pretend to almost look like the workers themselves and we make ourselves busy with tools, and uh, we have the smiles plastered on our faces and we just pretend we're doing work there, a lot of people just sort of walk, you know, look past that. Also, yeah. I might have missed something, but can we just ask to speak to Victor? Yes, well, I, I, we could. I can do that as well. That's only Victor would have friends. We can just. The Jonah can just say he's friend of Victor. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. That doesn't seem likely. No, it is very unlikely. But that, that, oh. that either of them have friends. <laughs> I, I'm oh. back at I'm, to, I'm next to like Jonah, just patting him on the back. Like it's all right. They're just saying things. They like don't mean to do this to you. They're just they're just is, their way of this, this is, is them the, um, improving to like, your no, I mean, I mean, Victor friends. having friends. Not Jonah. Jonah has. I mean, well, no, Jonah has us. Yeah, he's got several friends. Yeah, yeah at least you. four. Yeah. So they got about in a random. They got about in a roundabout way. They finally got there, but it uh, took some time. It's okay. I'm just yeah. like planning. Thank you. I I was I was pretty sure that's what they meant, Luther. I'm glad that you clarified that was actually the case. That's great. Okay. Yeah, I think anyway. that we've showed quite a lot of good ideas out here. How about we just wander up and wig it at one of those ideas? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just try them all at once. One will yeah. eventually work. We can yeah. place them all in a hat and pick the one. That's, I like that. No, I that's a lot of reading. Right, that's... All right, let's just get to it then. Eh? Off we go. Grid's okay. on. No, I decide, Jonah. Off you go. Uh, well, we'll wait you, here. Don't try first, and then we can we can yeah. try the smiles if that doesn't work. Yeah. All right. Pretend right. he's a friend, or or you're a traveling book salesman, or or a magic yeah, tree, whatever you want to go books. for. Let's go. Or friend. What, what do you think Jonah was most comfortable with? Like, what angle did, does he think? Do you think he would approach it as? Uh, chatting about books with uh, someone he's heard that likes books. So you like the like, like in primary schools, like you just have like a book fair roll in. <laughs> That's basically yeah. what we're doing. You like dinosaurs? I like dinosaurs. Are we friends now? <laughs> I'm Best imagining friend. like a pen pal scenario where one person's turned up on the doorstep of the other unannounced. <laughs> Ooh. They always you go. You always going to be a distant so friend. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. They uh, yeah, always I'm, go really, really well, those situations. I'm back to being pocket roach then of journals rolling up. Yeah. I, I yeah. figured as yeah. a nice DM, you've only just turned into Pocket Roach now. My God. Scarf Roach. Nice. All right, Wait, brilliant. come back. Let's discuss this further. Yeah. Uh, Jonah, Amazing. as you... Let's as just you check with walk... Gunther to see if this is a good point. Yeah, we need to talk to Gunther. <laughs> I think this is a great idea. Uh, could you turn me into some sort of, like, pocket falcon? I could, yeah. 
Uh, as you, as you, as you begin walking towards the manor, Jonah, with uh, Theodore tightly wrapped up in your scarf, hidden away from you, um, you don't get many looks. I mean, your your clothing, while um, quite different to what a lot of the other people are wearing, I mean, the blues and whites are quite a bright color for uh, for Barovia and for Valaki. You're not wearing armor. You're not kitted out in like very extravagant looking items and you look just like a human there's no real like obvious signs of your your nature apart from your light hair and your slightly silvery eyes you kind of don't draw a lot of attention to yourself and as you walk up past none of the guards seem to be even slightly interested in you as as you begin walking through just behind a group of other people you get right up towards the front of the house only meters away from the baron what would you like to do um, walk confidently, pretend you're meant to be there. Yeah. Light on, you know, use the drafting of the people in front of me. Yeah. Um, walk as I get close to the manor. I'm not going to make eye contact with the Baron unless yeah. he makes a comment to me specifically. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. Go go for the front door. And Could then you make sure a smile? Yeah. Yeah. I think he yeah. That. yeah. Could you smile. please roll hey, me you go a for miles? performance check? Uh-oh. Oh, this is uh, a strength. Definitely. Twelve. Oh, Jonah, you breeze right past the Baron, who does not even bat an eyelid. As you walk in behind a group of other Barovian men and women who are heading inside, they walk into the front. You walk right in with them through the front doors, past the two guards who don't even look at you, and enter into the foyer of the manor. You can see a man dressed in a very sharp black suit. Uh, standing at the bottom of the stairs watching as the other people who step in begin turning towards the right and gathering piles of sticks from a sheet that's been laid on the floor Um, as you step in and have a bit of a look around the butler does notice you and begins walking down the steps can I help you sir are you here to help uh, gather the wreaths I'm not sure I'm familiar with your face Oh hi, my uh, my name is uh, Jonor, it's uh, lovely to meet you Um, what's, what's, uh, what's your name? You can call me Seth. I am the butler here. Um, my art, I ask your business in entering into the uh, the Valakovich household. Uh, um, I, I'm here to uh, sell and exchange information about books, and I hear um, there may be a, a resident here that has an interest in books as well, and I would be uh, ex- excited to chat with anyone of that sort. I'm sorry, sir, but we are not accepting door-to-door salesmen at this time. We are busy preparing for the festival of the blazing sun if you could please take a step outside fucking journal to be fair i uh <laughs> i'm not trying to sell sell information it's a mutual share of sharing of knowledge i'm sorry i must have misunderstood what you said at first then um so you're here for what purpose exactly <laughs> to uh share knowledge of the arcanes <laughs> right uh, do you mind if we go speak with the baron briefly oh absolutely <laughs> sure why not <laughs> and so, uh, he- hearing this i would like to slip out of that scarf and just scurry into the manor no problems yeah. no problems at all <laughs> yeah. i want a friend i want a friend <laughs> i love this idea of you being like Do you know what i'd rather be a roach on his own right now <laughs> <laughs> Um, that that quick. <laughs> yep. I'm going to uh, cast a suggestion onto him. Oh, yep. Oh. Okay. And we're reeling it back. 
I'm going to uh, say... I love the of the roach being like halfway out of the scarf and then Jodo goes, what? I suggest. And you're like, oh, hang on, this could be good. <laughs> yeah. I, could yep. you uh, let um, the son of the Baron know that um, there is a uh, person that wants to talk to him to talk about some interesting books? And that'll be in the, um, the stockyard uh, later tonight. Ooh. Okay. I need to make a... I need to make a wisdom saving throw against uh, suggestion, I believe. We're all going to die. Oh, that is a wisdom 13 15. or 14 or 15. That's 15. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so can I decide? I haven't seen the roll yet. Can yeah. I? What's my remaining portent rolls? Uh, I quick don't remember look. what those were. That's okay. I should have written them down. If um, Here we go. You've got, you've got a three and a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I did use one of those before. I'm gonna I use think the you used the one. four, so you've still got the three. Yeah, if I remember yeah, right. It doesn't matter. It's it's irrelevant because it still fails no matter which one you've already used. So I'll I'll take those portent rolls off as they are both gone. Um, yep. As he as he goes to, as as you say this, Jonah, like I suggest that you tell the son uh, we'll meet with him in the stockyard to discuss an important matter revolving spellbooks. You watch as he like goes to sort of almost shake off this effect. And you then remember this flash. One of the cards you drew mentioned this. This was something you've seen before. And you quickly channel that power and focus. And as you look at him and catch his eyes, as he goes to open his mouth, you go, please. And he sort of freezes for a second. And then you watch as he sort of slackens for a second. And then this like shimmer of magic goes across. Of course, sir. I'll be back in a moment. And he begins heading upstairs. I've got to know, what was the original role? 10 he still would have failed but it was worth that's it. all right it worth that's it. fine it's worth it is so it yeah. would have been, it would have been a total of 12 so still a fail but amazing like definitely like a, a guaranteed victory on that worth it yeah. <laughs> um jonah he, he begins heading upstairs of course sir i'll be but a moment um at that point i'm going to turn around and walk back outside because he's going to know he was charmed yes he is and i'm going to get my fuck <laughs> out of there yeah i'm gonna jump out in roach form and still have a little pedal around this this manor i think actually which is yeah absolutely um i think what we'll do then given where we're at time wise i think we'll go through the manor in detail and if you wanted to follow did you want to follow the butler theodore just to see where not necessarily i figure we have a good chance of getting the victim out regardless so i kind of just want to scope out the other room to see if there's anything else that i could like very quickly learn that we could use against the Baz. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, tell you what, do you want to make me an investigation or perception check? And I will quickly yeah, give yeah. you a rundown of the inside of the house. Just a quick rundown as you as you are like moving around quite quickly, trying to get as much of an idea as you can as quickly as possible of what you might find. Natural one, that is a seven total. Uh, that's a oh. real shame. <laughs> the problem is right, in roach form, your vision's not great. Um, Compound eyes. Yeah, compound eyes. It's a very weird thing to get used to. And as you scurry around, you get a general layout of the manor, Theodore. There's a couple of rooms that you sort of move past quite quickly because they're dark and you like peek in underneath the door. It's really dark in there. You can't see very much. So you move on. No no crumbs to be had there. No crumbs to be had there as you scurry about the place. I mean, yeah, you, you move through the, the bottom layer of the first floor. Not really much there going on. Uh, you move through uh you 
quickly move up the steps. You can see there's some rooms, a bit really shorts there. There's a there's a, a moment where you hear this barking of large dogs, and you definitely avoid that door um, as you as you move away. As you come back out down through the main entrance or out one of the windows and, and disappear into the brush before turning back into your uh, satia form. I mean, yeah, general general layout. There's a, about six rooms on the lower floor and then about six on the upper floor. But apart from general layout, not very much for you, sorry. Honestly, that was more, more than I was expecting to get off that nat one. So sweet. I go link up with the dudes. And get with the dudes. Uh, as you all get back together. Actually, Jonah, as you begin walking out of the house, the others who are carrying twigs and sticks and stuff immediately head to the wreath you walk out carrying nothing one of the guards as you get to the front gate sort of gives you a bit of a look holds out a hand and goes sorry sis excuse me a second um uh, are you not helping out with the wreath oh uh, yeah i was told to come in here just for a moment and uh i think i didn't bring my reefs with me sorry i'm just going outside to go collect more items <laughs> can you make me a persuasion check so please? well jonor he was doing so well. Persuasion. Was not good. Oh, a natural one! Oh my god! The nobody's just. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh no! That's amazing. Even even Lucy's even Lucy's sad for you, Tom. Did you hear? Oh. <laughs> Lucy gave a quick bark. She's like, "Oh no!" Um, Can we go back to Gunther? as you as you sort of like look at the guard in a bit of confusion jonor and sort of fumble over this explanation the guard looks back at the bundle of sticks and then at the giant wreath being assembled pauses for a second is considering what you're saying goes nah that that makes no sense sir i'm I'm sorry what what are you doing here who 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 are you what are you doing here and as he says that, the guard looks a bit troubled. You hear a, why do we have frowny faces? And you hear from behind you the sound of footsteps and a hand placed on your shoulder. And as you turn around and look up into the smiling face of the Baron, Vargas Velakovich, we have a newcomer. Hello. And that is where we're going to wrap oh up for today. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, you were so close, Jonah. <laughs> It was so close. That clutch save with suggestion. <laughs> so close. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to see what happens next episode. But I'm going to have to. Exactly one week. But we will be back again next Monday for more Curse of Strahd. So if you're listening to this live, thank you so much for joining us. If you've been listening to this recorded on a podcast platform of your choice or YouTube, consider dropping a like, leaving a comment or a subscribe if it's on YouTube or a star review if it's a podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. That is all from us here tonight. But we will be back again very shortly this week with Avatar Legends campaign, Embers of War, and our brand new 5th edition campaign, Homebrew campaign, Return of the Giants. For all of us here tonight, though, that is a good night and a goodbye. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all really soon. If you're watching on Twitch, don't go anywhere because we're going to go raid someone. Probably Corsair's Cove. <laughs> Until next time, everybody, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.